You're listening to the Plane Talking UK podcast, the UK-based podcast written by a passenger for anyone. And here are your hosts, Carl Stebbings and Matt Smith. Hello and welcome to episode number 145 of the Plane Talking UK podcast. I'm Carl Stebbings and not joining me in the kitchen studio this week, but he is here still looking all festive. It's Matt Smith. Looking all festive. Look, we've, we got we got told off when we were recording earlier, when we were doing the live show earlier, that we're uh, that we're not looking very festive. But I do, however, have a festive, festive t-shirt. t-shirt. On. I'll, I'll, I'll show I'll show you my festive t-shirt. Look, here we go. It's the best I can do. Um, but uh, yeah, it's uh, it's a great t-shirt. Yeah. <laughs> woof 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 woo woo woo. Merry Christmas. There woo woo woo. Yeah, it's the closest I'm going to get to a festive T-shirt, but uh, oh, hey, there we are. There we go. It, it's all right. It's kind of actually uh, on the subject of uh, festive uh, bits and pieces. I've got I've got a joke for you that's just appeared in the chat room here. Michael Mikolos has really made me laugh with this. He <laughs> says, "A Sky TV installer walks into a bar and orders a beer. The bartender says, we will be served sometime between seven and two. <laughs> <laughs> how, how that's so that? true. That's, that's so good. true. And, and Myla says your T-shirt's lovely, by the way. Oh, she, yeah, but she's far too lovely. She's oh, far no. too she's, lovely. She is far too lovely, yeah, bless her. Yeah. So we've, uh, we've come, uh, come together on this Christmas festive time to uh, bring you a very special show indeed. What have we got lined up for the show then, Matt? Well, uh, basically, uh, those of you who were lucky enough, I know we had a few, um, we had a, a YouTube outage, which was something that was beyond our control, unfortunately because the show was done live. Uh, but mm. uh, we had a little bit of a festive gathering, didn't we? With, <laughs> oh, um, yes. Uh, with uh, what I can only describe as podcast royalty amongst us, uh, some of which, I'm delighted to say, took the very long journey to come and join you, uh, and well, me, obviously, yeah. uh, at uh, PTUK Towers. Yep, Captain Nick, uh, he, he drove from uh, the, the, uh, the, well, the middle of nowhere, uh, into the middle of nowhere, because that's where we live. Uh, <laughs> yes. Captain Al, he, uh, he got on a train. Um, bizarrely enough, he, uh, he used the, uh, the the rail transport in the UK, which is always uh, a worry. And uh, we also had uh, uh, Pilot Pip as well. He uh, he drove his uh, vehicle all the way here from uh, the Netherlands, where he lives, over in um, wherever it is in the UK. <laughs> and we all got together, and we uh, we had a Skype link with uh, about 460 million people via <laughs> Skype. Well, it seemed like that anyway. But, yeah, but, but no, absolutely. we had uh, we had uh, Stephen Grant from the PCDU team, and we had uh, Doctor Steph and Captain Jeff from APG, and we also had uh, Marcus from uh, the Omega Tau podcast, the amazing Omega Tau podcast. Listen to his latest one the other day; it's very good. And we also had uh, Brian Coleman from the Airplane Geeks as well join us via Skype and I think pretty much it, it all held together very well at the end of the day Matt it apart did, from the absolutely. Skype it went very well we had a little bit we had a couple of issues with regards to uh, uh, people sort of talking over each other which I guess was the 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 mistake for doing in that way perhaps in hindsight maybe we should have used something like hangouts but hey it was fun what was. can I say so uh, so don't forget the name of the show uh, as Micah yeah. has very very much very well pointed out the uh, name of the show was the plane talking safety tow crazy airline pilot Geeks Spectacular Christmas Extravaganza Live. Indeed, yes, yes, it was. And uh, what a show it was. Yeah. Uh, it gives me great pleasure now to introduce said show as we play that out as our Christmas episode. Enjoy. You're listening to the plane talking, safety towel, crazy airline pilot geeks spectacular Christmas Extravaganza Live. Thank you. 
Der Tau. Science and Engineering in your headphones. Hello everybody out there in the podcast world, all the aviation podcasts listening to this either in the chat room or on the audio podcast. Welcome to this crazy production we are calling the Plane Talking Safety Tower Crazy Airline Pilot Guy Geek Spectacular Christmas Extravaganza Live. <laughs> well, it's been uh, something of a chaotic evening here. Um, Matt is uh, literally about to explode. There are wires and things going everywhere. Uh, just in case you didn't get it then, so we've got about a thousand people on Skype. Oh, I'm being adjusted for the camera. Oh dear, that's not good, that's not good. So here in the uh, in the spare room studio at PTUK Towers, we've got myself, Pip, we've got Al sitting next to me. Al? A very good evening, everyone. We've got Father Christmas himself. Saint Nick. Ho, ho, bloody ho. Thank you, Father Christmas. <laughs> We've got Carlos Stebbings. Merry Christmas, everyone. Hello. And Matt Smith. Hello. Merry Christmas. Joining us, uh, at least temporarily for the next hour or so, we've got the guys from Plane Crazy. So we've got Stephen Grant. Say hi, guys. Hi, guys. I'm just here for the free breakfast. On the other side of the planet, representing the uh, airline pilot guy, we have the lovely Dr. Steph and Captain Jeff. Hello. 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 Merry Christmas. And representing Merry Christmas. the airplane geeks, we've got Brian Coleman and Micah, our main man Micah. Hello everyone. Great Merry Christmas, to be here. everyone. Merry and Christmas. I just spilled my beer all over my keyboard. So oh, oh, no. the show's going off to a great start. Massive fail. So that will be the show's first sticky fingers then. <laughs> so I'm going to try not to do too much talking because I'm not especially good at it. But the format tonight, we thought this is going to be a bunch of pilots down the pub having a, a bit of a chinwag about this and that. We're going to be looking at some of the bigger news stories from 2016 and reminiscing about some of the fun events and some of the things that we've been up to this year. Um, what else have we got? We've got a quiz. We've got a quiz. We've got a quiz. What's the prize? Uh oh. I wasn't informed of this. Well, is this a pop quiz? It's, yep. Yes, it is. Yep. Oh. So if you haven't studied, okay. I'm afraid. Hits from the 80s, Steph. Hits from the 80s. At least it's not yeah, a chicken okay, nugget eating that. contest. <laughs> okay, but to start off, to get us in the Christmassy mood, we're going to hear a little uh, Christmassy tale. We're going to swap now live to the swamps and the alligator lands of southern Florida, and we hear from uh, one of our favorite listeners, Mr. Miami Hick. This is Miami Hick. I've got a little Christmas poem for everyone. "'Twas the night before Christmas, when all through the tower, not a plane was stirring, not using much power. The tickets were punched by the gate with care, in hopes that a mad dog would soon be there. Two controllers were nestled, all snug in their chairs, with visions of overtime dancing in the air. With the supervisor in his tie and I in my seat, I sat for a second to rest my tired feet. When out on the tarmac arose such a clatter, I sprang from my chair to see what was the matter. Over to, to the window I flew like a flash. I ripped my pants and dropped all my cash. The moon on the breast of the new fallen snow gave the luster of midday to the objects below. When what I was about to notate in my log appeared Catham Jeff 
and eight tiny mad dogs. With a little old driver so lively and quick, I thought for a moment that it was Captain Nick. More rapid than eagles his courses they came as he whistled and shouted and called them my name. Now Delta, now Southwest, now American and United. On Virgin, on Atlas, we all can't be divided. To the top of the gates, to the top of the tower. Dash away, dash away, dash away with full power. As dry leaves that before, the wild hurricanes fly. When they met an obstacle, mount to the sky. So up to 120 the courses they flew, with wings full of fuel, and some passengers too. And then a twinkling I heard from my seat, the sound of a jet that just can't be beat. As I drew in my head, I heard a sound. It was Captain Rick. He'd just gone around. A bundle of toys he had in the back. I said copy that, cutting him some slack. A wink of his eye and a twist of the throttle. I took a sip from my tiny water bottle. I thought to myself, who else might come through? But look, it's Dr. Steph in a Cessna 172. When I heard a crackle come over the mic, Merry Christmas to all, and to all a good flight. Miami Hick, over and out. Very nice. Thank you, Mr. Miami Hick. Uh, so that was lovely. So listen, to get us in the mood, perhaps everyone in the chat room, if you've got uh, a drink to hand, if everyone else on the Skype call has a drink to hand, if you could grab it and let us toast and uh, wish each other well in this merry season and say happy Christmas or whatever it is you celebrate. Happy holidays and uh, a peaceful New Year to everyone. Yes, Merry Christmas, everyone. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. So listen, everybody. <laughs> Hard stuff. My coffee's ah, empty. What's going on? <laughs> you may notice that there is one uh, person missing tonight, uh, a fallen comrade. We have no idea where he is, but Captain Al has prepared a special eulogy in honor of Miami Rick. You may or may not know, but in my past I was a Welsh Presbyterian minister. So, dearly beloved, we are gathered here to remember our comrade Rick. We mourn his failure to get a real flying job on an Airbus and how his faith now rests in lithium iron packaging. At this festive time we hope and pray that all of that rubber dog crap makes it safely out of Hong Kong. So to Rick of the Parish of Miami, may your skirt be always above the knee and your yoke gently stroked. Amen. 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 We miss you, Rick, wherever you are. And yes, I may have been drinking. Clear skies, Rick. Clear skies. Now, what I thought we'd do then, perhaps, uh, to start off the show, is have a little... A little review, a little reminisce of 2016, some of our highlights, standout memories, uh, you know, some of the uh, high points. So I'm going to start and say the highlight for me this year was that fantastic trip, almost exactly a year ago now, uh, our trip down to Miami to celebrate the APG 200th episode. That was just the most fun I think I've had in uh, in my whole life. It was brilliant, and that was all courtesy of Captain <laughs> Nick, of course, a.k.a. Santa Claus, sat over here on my left. Good old Saint Nick. 
Uh, absolutely. I mean, I have to say that um, my wife is deeply suspicious that I'm actually having an affair with Pip and Nick. <laughs> <laughs> we're all wondering about that. Yeah, we're, we're all <clears throat> suspicious. Yeah. It's a bromance. It really is. We're uh, very much deeply in love here right. in the studio. <laughs> um, oh. Captain Jeff, have you got yes. any standout highlights for the year? Well, uh, of course, episode 200 and the surprise of uh, you guys coming over from across the pond uh, was just, uh, I've never had that kind of surprise in my life. It was just amazing. And uh, being with uh, everybody uh, in Miami was just a, a huge uh, thing for me. And then, of course, in uh, July, Barbara, uh, the uh, great uh, meetup that we had there and uh, live recording and uh, just meeting all of you great people over there in the UK and other places around the world. It was just, uh, those are my two highlights. Steph. I have a feeling everybody's going to be the same. Yeah, it's, it's, it's obviously the same for me, but I'll just say I can't believe we actually pulled off that surprise for Captain Jeff because, you know, when we started planning that, I, I really didn't think that was going to work out. Um, but, you know, thanks to you guys over there, Pip and Nick and Al and, uh, you know, Rick and myself, it was, it turned out awesome and couldn't have asked for anything better there, but I mean, this past July in Farnborough was awesome as well, meeting everyone, um, for the most part, except for the guys down under on here, um, so we'll have to figure yeah, out how yeah. to get, get a meet up with you guys in the next coming years, because I don't know how we're going to top this year, to be honest, this year was was pretty spectacular. It's going to be tough. Yeah. We're going to go. So, so that's really boring that oh, everybody yeah. oh, just yeah. says that we meeting everybody else that. was their highlight of the year. Didn't anybody do something really interesting? Well, Marcus, tell us, what was your highlight? <laughs> yeah, tell Marcus, what was your highlight? Astound us. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, Farnborough was cool, but uh, I guess uh, flying and stuff was cooler. That was without you guys, but it was cool. Well, you, you, uh, we, we haven't got the photos, but you sent us some pretty cool-looking pictures of your uh, glider and some of your gliding activities, uh, Marcus. That was, I'm guessing, a pretty cool thing for you this year. It was, and and Steph, I mean, you must have done some some pretty nice jumps or something. I mean. Hang on, that's a bit rude, Steffi <laughs> Jumper. <laughs> Steady on! <laughs> yeah. No, 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 there were there were some amazing amazing jumps, amazing skydives this year. Um, I don't get to do that as much as I'd, I'd like to, unfortunately, but um, I, I don't think I've... Actually, I think I did post most of the, the best pictures that I have on, on Twitter from this year, but um, yeah, I mean, it, that's always amazing every time you go up, just like flying. Every time you go up, there's always something amazing and wonderful to be seen, and if you have the wherewithal to kind of slow down time and take in all the sights and the experience of it it's there's nothing better so mm -hmm. Stephen Grant what's uh, been happening for you guys uh, down under this year yeah that's a good question um, we actually managed to get a couple episodes yeah hey <laughs> Thank you, guys. Uh, did we do anything this year I can't remember well I got I got my Canberra check out so I'm now qualified to fly a hot air balloon over our nation's capital which is awesome. Yeah. Um, you used that last two weeks ago when I did my uh, BFR with one of the instructors and we grabbed a friend's balloon and uh, flew alongside the commercials over Canberra once again. And uh, yeah, that was good. Being deputy flight uh, director for that event, that was good fun. Um, I've almost got to platinum uh, in one year by flying domestically a lot with Virgin Australia, going back and forth to Canberra for my day job. Don't, don't <laughs> tell Pip that. He's very envious of people's frequent flyer status mm. since, he, since he joined the bronze team. Yeah, well, I'm getting there. Now, talking of people who fly a lot and rack up the points, uh, Brian, how's your been? 
your year been? Yes. So I managed to, on United alone, um, I'm not sure if this is an accomplishment or punishment, but do 191,000 <laughs> miles. So, um, and, and I did some on Delta and some on American. So I've flown over 200,000 miles this year. So that was a lot. Um, we recently on our show had a, had a guest, uh, Brian Twilliger, who who directed a movie and one of the things that he said was really amazing to me which is when you look out the window and you look out into the distance the quantity of distance that you could see is greater than what people saw 200 400 years ago right the distance that they traveled in their lifetime you could see that from the airplane and i find that truly amazing and i just feel so fortunate to be able to travel as much as I do <coughs> excuse me as much as I do see as much of the world and be able to see more of what other people that have gone before me have seen um, yeah I, I this past year I got to fly with with one of our uh, co-hosts Max West and I never understood what a what a uh, pilot was talking about when they said never let the airplane get ahead of you and flying with Max having him be an instructor was truly great because he talked about everything he did before he did it and mm -hmm. seeing that in action was I think really great um, you know being a non-pilot of, of this group and just putting context behind that uh, I think in one of Captain Jeff's last shows, they talked about, or I'm a little bit behind in listening to him because they are three hours long. Um, they, they talked Sorry. about doing it. Yeah, yeah, they talked about doing a long may they list. be. And, it, and there was there was one place in uh, uh, I think it was Oregon where you talked about having a 747 that they turned into a water park. And I think uh -huh. doing things like that. It, fulfilling the dreams of your bucket list and you know us getting together yeah you know, everyone mentioned farnborough before i'd really like to see 2017 to include some of those things we're talking about doing the meetup in pittsburgh that'll be great if we do something like um oregon getting together there that'll be wonderful um yeah i, I i'm just so fortunate to to be associated with all you guys and have a great time every week and it's just so much fun we feel the same way about you brian we really do. Uh, Mike, well, uh, I was thinking about it as you guys were talking, and most of my highlights revolved around either people or food or both. Um, <laughs> so if I think about it, I'm sort of putting it together from the beginning of the year till now. The first highlight was really in February when Brian called me and said, hey, do you want to go to Farnborough? And I know I mentioned that at the Farnborough meetup, but uh, it's just unbelievable that that would have happened. And then um, in June, there was the Udvarhazi Center with the Airplane Geeks, which was just a spectacular meetup. And part of that that was just amazing, knowing that Farnborough was happening, was from the Udvarhazi Center. Being able to call in to PTUK live over Skype from the Udvarhazi Center and be able to report what was going on and, and making that connection there. Um, and then another kind of strange highlight from that um, was when I said goodbye to Brian on Sunday. I didn't say, okay, take care, bye. I said, see you in three weeks. Couldn't believe that I was going to see Brian again in three weeks, but in Farnborough. Then the next day, that Monday, was another incredible highlight that I look back on. And it's just one single day. But I got to introduce Captain Nick to Kosher Deli for the first time in his life. And, <laughs> That was just exciting to watch him eating kreplock and kasha varnish because it was great. 
And again, when I dropped Nick off at the hotel, rather than saying, bye, it was great meeting you, it was, see you in three weeks. And then three weeks later, Nev picked me up at the airport, Brian was there, and we all got together with you guys that night. So it was just an amazing amazing year. The uh, the pictures that I sent in include... Uh, pictures of uh, of me with uh, with with Barbara with with Nick with 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 Brian and Nev uh, and there's another picture and it was another highlight and that was at the uh, Udvarhazi center our good friend Jen was supposed to be there but she had to have some emergency surgery so wasn't able to see her but I got to send her a hug and how did I send her a hug by hugging Hillel and that's another picture that I sent in there Hillel and I giving each other a big hug but I'm hugging Hillel for Hillel to give to Jen and Oshkosh which he did and he delivered it so thank you Hillel I'm glad you didn't want anything else <laughs> now seeing and Nick if twice you look at the picture we're both smiling so much it looks like we're both enjoying it too much but we're not trust me <laughs> <laughs> the next thing I just want to say is that uh, um, I'm hoping like Brian said that we can continue this kind of thing as we're doing um, by having this podcast and hopefully the uh, the meetup in Pittsburgh and the only sad thing about that so far is that Pip it doesn't sound like you're going to be able to make it so that's going to be what? just awful oh <laughs> uh, well you probably had enough Pip come on now. well we'll see but listen uh, seeing Nick twice in as many weeks doesn't sound like a good thing to me but uh, whatever folks you vote my well cheers to all of you my yeah, friends you. Steve did we uh, did we get your highlights uh, I think my highlight is seeing that Captain Jeff uses exactly the same microphone as me. I'm very impressed. <laughs> <laughs> Yay. Well, little things. Okay, well, that's fantastic. My highlights of uh, this year uh, definitely um, is meeting all, meeting, all, you know, meeting all you guys for the first time. You know, uh, Captain Jeff and Brian and Steph uh, all for the first time and, and obviously Marcus over there as well meeting you guys at Farnborough and that for the first time because you know these are people I've, I've listened to for years and years and years and to finally meet um, people that I kind of uh, I don't know look up to I suppose really because I've been listening to APG for so long now. because you're and, not very tall mate oh thank you for that <laughs> um, and it, I know it's, it's been really humbling and Micah you know to meet Micah was just like oh my god it's just like it's amazing you know he's like um, the, the, the sort of the well, how can I say this? Grandfather. The grandfather that I never great, had. Great yeah, grandfather, great grandfather I never had. Yeah. <laughs> hey. um, um, no, but it's been fantastic. I've I've thoroughly enjoyed it. 2016 has been amazing, and I just hope that uh, 2017 is going to be just as good. Obviously, with Pittsburgh next year. Oh, you never know. Come well, on, Nick. Here's your five minutes in there. Oh, it's my last. Oh, this is my my 15 minutes of fame. Oh my god. Uh, yeah. Okay. How do you make it last that long? <laughs> <laughs> you haven't found those little pills? Okay, we need to move oh. on. Okay. Um, uh, I, guess, <laughs> I guess my highlight of the year is just seeing all those 747s being taken out of service. <laughs> right, cut, cut the microphone. And stuck into the desert to rot. Popped up so, next to the Tri-Stars. Yeah, right. And the A340s. Yeah, and the triple sevens. Yeah, they're all just sitting there rotting. So uh, apparently two engines will. Um, yeah, that's, that's not been entirely it. Um, to be fair, this year was my first year with the APG. And, of course, it's just opened my eyes to this fantastic thing. And I really appreciate Jeff's invitation to let me on board. And more than that, he's given me my own little slot. So that was something else. Yeah. And you can't beat having your own little slot, oh. can you? Yeah. So, I really enjoyed doing my plane tours I don't even have a <laughs> with the APG this year. So that's got to be my true highlight. 
Super. Al, you've got 10 seconds. What? I, I, to I'm say sorry, wasn't being on the Airplane Geek show, Captain Nick? I can't believe you said <laughs> Nick's been on every show. Oh, really? Nick's been on every podcast. I was first. <laughs> <laughs> you were, Marcus. Oh, Marcus You're well responsible done. for it all. <laughs> Al? Um, well, uh, as a, uh, as a uh, podcasting prostitute, <laughs> <laughs> because... Uh, Quite clearly, I don't have my own show, so I just tart myself around the various podcasts. Uh, it you has both now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, I just don't have your your style and panache. I'm just, you know, crude, vulgar, and uh, yep, yeah, and Welsh. Yeah. Um, so, um, so, so, so my highlight has been uh, actually uh, taking part on podcasts and being able to fart on YouTube Live. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's dream, everyone's dream. Now listen, we were gonna we were gonna do a little story about the demise of the seven four seven and uh, give Nick a chance to slag off Boeing, but I thought perhaps this being the hey, season Pip. of um, goodwill and forgiveness and, and love for our brothers and sisters, Nick perhaps you want to take the opportunity and say something nice about Boeing. Oh that's gonna hurt. <laughs> He's looking at Give me him blankly. some more alcohol. He's scratching yeah, his head. I'm thinking of uh, something nice about Sound Boeing. of tumbleweed. <laughs> They're helping keep uh, the F-18 nice flying. Hang on a minute. No, it's, uh, <laughs> think, think. Uh, you are right. They do look good in the desert. That is yeah, that's yeah. something positive. They make Airbus yeah. look oh, hey, good. They, 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 they make a great water slide. Uh, yeah, they, they're really there good. You go. Yeah. Um, uh, Anybody yeah. need a door stop? Uh, my, uh, well, there we go. You you heard it here first. Yeah, yeah, Nick mate, really nice complimented Boeing. That's great. Yeah, marvelous. And now, in if addition, you can zoom in on the bookcase behind me, you'll see Boeing and Airbus represented. Well, we can't you just need to shove that Boeing a little bit, and make it fall off. <laughs> then you'll be all right. Uh, the worrying one is the F thirty five at the top. Ah. Yeah, you know, we were so touched by what Nick had said earlier, but now it's like completely wiped out. <laughs> you may be worried about the F-35, not as much as the passengers are who are about to get on it. <laughs> on the F-35? Yeah, on the F-35? Like I'd love to be a pa- <laughs> Before we move along, I forgot, there was one thing that I had on my list and I didn't get to that's really, really important because it was another amazing highlight and it only just recently happened and that was APG 246 from the Kitchen Studios in South Portland, Maine. It was unbelievable to have Jeff doing the show from my kitchen and feeding him minestrone soup because I said it was people and food. And that was just great. That was just Oh, it was awesome. <laughs> Micah is an incredible cook. We had pot roast and uh, minestrone soup, and uh, it was just incredible. Mike, hey, it's you need to get here. I'm more. starting to get hungry. Sorry. <laughs> I just had breakfast. I'm okay. So in preparation for the show, our wonderful listeners have been good enough to send in a whole bunch of audio Loads feedback, of feedback and Christmas messages. Mm. We've got tons of that to play out. So why don't we start right now? Matt is going to pick somebody at random, and let's listen to... Shoot. Shoot from the Netherlands. Hi everyone, this is uh, Sjordbakker from the Netherlands with an audio message for your Christmas slash New Year extravaganza thingy. Thank you guys for all the podcasts in uh, 2016, I really enjoyed them. I think it were the PTUK guys who came up with the idea of including a little something about presents we would like to uh, see under the Christmas tree. 
Um, this is not really a present and it has nothing to do with uh, Christmas trees, but um, I would like to find a job in the aviation industry in uh, 2017. I feel I'm really ready for a change. I've done some prep work already and I'm really motivated to find an uh, aviation related job. So fingers crossed, that would be a very nice present for next year. And for the podcasts, I hope you guys uh, continue to enjoy making them and the interaction with uh, your listeners. Um, I hope you continue to get a lot of energy out of the podcasts and that would be a great uh, recipe for awesome shows. All the best in 2017 and may all your wishes come true except for one. So there will always be something to strive for. See you guys in 2017 and bye for now. Hello everyone, this is Lisboa Nelson, wishing you all Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Oh, short and sweet from uh, Lisboa Nelson. Happy Christmas to you both. Yeah, thank you, short. Yeah. And uh, and uh, Lisboa Nelson. Good stuff, guys. We've got plenty more feedback to come. Where's Al going? He's going right. to get. He's going to get you a drink. Al's gone on a beer yeah, run. He's gone on a beer run. Uh oh. <laughs> he's fallen down the stairs. That doesn't sound good. Cam- Cambodia may not agree with Al. <laughs> Does anything agree with Al? No. <laughs> Airbus. Great. Now, Most one of the uh, one of the the running stories of these last few years has been the disappearance of Malaysian Flight 370, and as we all know, that's still not been found. And as well as all the sensible theories as to what might have happened to it, the uh, what's the word I'm looking for? The conspiracy theories are ramp and rife. So I thought we might ha- take a couple of minutes and uh, laugh at some of the ridiculous conspiracy theories regarding and surrounding MH370. I don't know if you guys got the link to this, but um, oh, yes. there's been many of them. Who wants to start off? North Korea apparently took MH370. They stole it. It says here, it didn't take long for the most secretive nation in the world to be dragged into the MH370 rumor mill. Shortly after the plane disappeared, several conspiracy theorists questioned whether North Korea might be the missing link in the mystery. They pointed to South Korea's claim that North Korea nearly took out a Chinese plane carrying 220 passengers on the 5th of March, with Chinese Southern Airlines reportedly passing through the trajectory of the North Korean missile just seven minutes after it was fired. Three days later... MH370 disappeared. Da 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 da. Well, Anyone that's all that fine and right? good. So. But, but I have it on good authority that it was actually Vladimir Putin who hijacked the plane. Oh, really? Go on, Steph. Well, yes. Personally. <laughs> so, surely it was only a matter of time before Vladimir Putin was accused of being involved in the disappearance of MH370. But what is surprising is that the accusation has come from a reputable source. Yeah, anyway, the US president. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, not our U.S. president, but it was someone in the U.S. It was this guy who was a science writer from the U.S. And uh, okay. apparently he had a bit to do with the uh, with CNN's coverage of MH370. And his theory is that the so-called pings that the plane emitted, the plane's hijackers spoofed the plane's navigation data to give the impression that it flew south. But in fact, the Boeing 777 went north and landed in some place that I can't pronounce some Cosmodrome, which is leased from Kazakhstan by Russia. So, there you go. Um, He posted his theory on his website, but admitted that he had no idea why Vladimir Putin would want to hijack a plane filled with passengers and landed at a Russian spaceport. Yeah, well, every crime Uh, needs... completely... This fits fits into the other one, which is that 
um, MH17 that was shot down over Ukraine was actually MH370 that had been landed somewhere and everyone kept on ice, so to speak. And then they put it in the air and, sh and fell it out of the sky. And uh, because a, a plane load of Asian passengers looks just like a plane load of Europeans coming to Australia. Yeah, that's the other good one. Mm. <laughs> well, that's what happens. Well, if you a Boeing, you will wow. go, yeah. I, 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 I got really educated by the revelation on uh, CNN that uh, if a plane ran out of fuel, once it ran out of fuel, it would struggle to stay in the air. I didn't know that before, so thanks, <laughs> CNN. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was pretty good. That was pretty good. Oh, my God. They Nick, obviously don't true? know anything about gliders, but let's stop this discussion. <laughs> I, I saw, I actually I remember reading something online that said that, that, that someone had said that the Bermuda Triangle had moved. And that, and, that, and that was that was the reason why someone had moved the Bermuda Triangle. Yeah, Vladimir Putin moved the Bermuda Triangle yeah. in order to capture yes. three seventy. Right, using stolen <laughs> alien hyperspace technology. Even the Putin the triangle. triangle vacation. Now, these all sound fairly ridiculous. I think you'll agree, but by far the most likely, I feel, is that it's probably uh, on the moon. Well, absolutely. Um, here in the UK, we have some very quality uh, newspapers on our newsstands. Mm -hmm. And uh, three weeks after MH370 went missing, the Sunday Sport, which is in the same realms as, uh, as our quality uh, uh, newspapers, uh, announced that the aircraft had been found on the moon. The front play page splash, complete with a doctored photograph, or was it real, of the plane on the surface of the moon, claimed to be a world exclusive drawing attention to an unexplained blip no it's alright Pip I wasn't reading that oh, from I'm the sorry. screen <laughs> oh, I, I, I'd memorised it from earlier on all 400 words <laughs> get on with it come on he did his homework he's, he's prepared can, can I get the word knob jockey into the podcast <laughs> at this stage no, no, no. <laughs> um, uh, are you going to touch the screen again? Can I? <laughs> Sorry, Al. <laughs> uh, drawing attention to the unexplained blip on the radar seen close to the flight of MH370 before it disappeared, the newspaper said that. Uh, oh, 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 I've got stereo vision now. Thank you, Nick. I can rely on you. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome, sir. You got a friend. Um, they drink what? Yeah. The. Uh, <laughs> Drawing attention to the unexplained blip, blah, 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 blah. The, the, the newspaper said the simplest explanation is that an intergalactic spacecraft had swallowed the Boeing 777 whole and transported it to the moon for some extraterrestrial reason. Now, that seems perfectly plausible to, plausible to me. I could go with that. Probing. Very reasonable. I would say so, yeah. Uh, there are many others, of course. Several theories about the U.S. military shooting it down for various uh, reasons. Uh, the debris found on Reunion Island is apparently fake, claims another uh, another newspaper. It was a big life insurance scam, possibly. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, no, because I'm still here. If it was a life insurance scam, I would have been on that plane. <laughs> <laughs> but this last one, actually, I thought was quite uh, fun. Uh, 404 plane not found soon after MH370 <laughs> went missing I love this soon after it went missing somebody noticed that the aircraft in question was the 404th Boeing 777 to have come off the production line the significance of that on the internet a 404 error message is returned when a web page can't be found uh, it was therefore interpreted as a hidden message Brilliant. about the fate of the plane although what it might signify about its fate is unclear 
some cyber uh, hack called Lizard Squad, describing itself as a cyber caliphate, hacked the Malaysian Airlines website and replaced its content with a message reading 404 plane not found. <laughs> Unbelievable. Perfect. That's my favourite. I love that. Yeah. Any Is other that part actually true that the website was hacked? Well, I don't know. I'm just reading off a website, Marcus. It was hacked. Yeah, I know, but nobody, nobody, nobody saw that in the news at the time, right? Facts aren't important in these things. Any other crazy theories out there people want to put forward? Well, you guys are aware of the uh, other planet that is uh, actually opposite of Earth and the Sun in the exact same orbit, and we don't know that it exists because it's totally opposite of us. And it was captured by aliens and brought there to populate that planet. I mean, I I heard that, and I talked about that on the Airplane Geeks uh, several episodes ago, and obviously that's what happened because nobody else is talking about it. Case solved, this Naboo thing? Hey, uh, Marcus, uh, the Daily okay. Mail, equals in quality to the Sun and various other wonderful tabloids in the UK, uh, did actually do an article on 404 plane not found. Hackers replaced Malaysia Airlines booking page with an error message taunting airline over MH370. Okay. So if you do a search for um, you know, 404 plane not found, in quotes, that'll come up. I, I always go with Occam's razor when it comes to these things because I really could use a shave, but that's something else. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I think it's time. But since, but since we're since we're talking about uh, conspiracy theories, I was uh, visiting two days ago the uh, German DNR agency in Germany, and they have this plane where they do atmospheric research, and they have and, and I did a podcast about that, and they have one guy who is designated to handle the calls they get on a daily basis where people are inquiring about chemtrails. So, obviously, because they do atmospheric research, they are the guys to ask. And there seem to be all kinds of people calling seriously, asking them whether they have found chemtrails and what's in them and what the sensors say when they fly through chemtrails and stuff like that. It's really sad. Yeah, what do they say, Mark? I have very little patience for stupidity. (laughs) Actually, (laughs) he said that without moving his lips. That really was quite clever. The guy told me that they found other agencies in Germany to which they typically delegate these people because you can't just tell them, yeah, you're an idiot, you know, go away. You have to be, like, serious. And then they're just, you know, handing them off to some other whatever agency they should supposedly call. Damn. Sad. My new patch is turning up shortly. (laughs) (laughs) I've got the Team Chemtrail spray and pray patch for my flight suit. Oh, very nice. Oh, very nice. (laughs) I, I saw yeah. something on Facebook that said that they use mad dogs for the chemtrail things, but I don't know. That's something else. No, that's a <laughs> that's what, that's what ma- makes the dogs mad, right? The chemtrails. Yep. Is it time for some more audio feedback, Matt? Nice. Who's it going to be? Tony S. Brilliant. Love Tony S. Hello, this is Tony from Teesside in the United Kingdom. I'm just sending this quick voice feedback to wish everybody a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. I'd also like to thank all the podcast hosts for keeping me thoroughly entertained this year and creating such a wonderful community. Oh, and by the way, this is for Captain Jeff. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. What do you think about that, Jeff? I love that. Did he say podcast whores, though? (laughs) What exactly did he say? (laughs) Oh, hosts. Okay. It's a little hard for us to understand on this side of the I'm the only whore around here. That's awesome. Yeah. Talking of horns, have you got a horn on your mad dog, Jeff, that you can, you know, press when you're, you know, want to get, you know, these Airbus guys out of the way? Uh, yeah, sort of. It's a horn that blows 
uh, to kind of get people's too. attention on the ramp. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a mad dog, so it barks rather than, than blows, right? Yep. That's true. No, no, that's the Airbus. That's the pressure transfer. Uh, uh, what is it? <laughs> yeah. Power take-up unit going woof, woof in the bottom is the Airbus taxis. I have, I have a mad dog right here. Oh. Hey, Charlie! Hey. Oh, hey. Look at that. He's not mad. A PCDU mascot. He is. Sits in on every recording, don't you, mate? Yep. Steph, is Taco That's there to the wave back? Takes. Where's Taco? Oh, I've banned him from the room because Ooh. he was barking his head off for no good reason. Oh. <laughs> Ooh. Yes. Now Charlie's generated so many great outtakes. <laughs> <laughs> Steph is not good. Good. He, he wasn't <laughs> He wasn't really a fan of the uh, reindeer horns that I tried to put on him earlier. I was trying to get him in the Christmas spirit and and it just he kind of put his ears back and wouldn't make eye contact. It was kind of sad. Ooh. So. Yeah. He's um, don't look in his bad, eyes. Don't look in his eyes. He'll get over it. Could we just hold hey, it down? Hey, Jeff, I have to say, it's a, it sounds so weird listening to your sound effects in real time because I'm so used to listening to the show at 2x. So oh. re real time is definitely bizarre. <laughs> 2x? Here, yeah. let me know. 69, dudes! <laughs> wow, that's not So we're not directly <laughs> poking. No agenda so sound bites here? <laughs> Let me let me let me talk a little bit. Does that sound like it was a ring? Normally, actually, if it's one good thing about no agenda, they have a fantastic soundboard. Yeah, yeah, they do. They do. No, it's not the soundboard; it's the operator. Let's also hear from back to the Netherlands, perhaps, and hear from Myla. Hello, dear plane talking, safety tau crazy, airline pilot geek, spectacular Christmas extravaganza live listeners. It's Myla here. Can I share a little Christmas story with you, please? I'd like to do that. When my father was a little boy, he and his family would go to church on Christmas Eve every year. They would walk to church together, enjoy the Mass, and afterwards return home. Somehow, every year, the angels would come down from heaven and gift his family with a Christmas tree, decorations and lights included. When he was seven years old, they had set out for this annual tradition, but afterwards, when they left the church, the entire town had all of a sudden been covered in a wonderful blanket of snow. It was the first and only white Christmas he'd ever seen. It must have been magical. Even more so, that when he reached the street, there were no footprints leading to their front door, and yet, like every year, the angels had brought them their tree. They truly did come down from heaven. Or. Maybe they use the back door. Anyway, I hope your holidays are just as magical as my dad's was. To all of you, Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Take care. Bye. Oh, that's lovely. Thanks, oh, Myla. She's got lovely feedback, Myla. Yeah, well done. Very nice. Hey, she did that intro better than you, Pip. Beautiful. Just saying, she rattled <laughs> off the name so well. She did. She really yes. did. We love hearing from, uh, healing. We love hearing from Myla. More please, Myla. Hey, is this thing on? <laughs> he just gargled with gravel and sulfuric acid. He was all ready to speak Dutch. <laughs> just like a lot of Australians, they come over here, promise lots, deliver nothing. Oh, 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 oh. 
We just can't talk about our cricket test team like that. <laughs> yeah, we might have to mention the rugby. Don't oh, talk about the cricket. Ooh, Don't yeah, talk about no the rugby. cricket. Let's talk about the rugby. That's much more fun. Yeah, yeah. Tell me about the rugby. How did it go? I have no idea. I haven't been keeping up. I've been too busy working. How did it go? <laughs> so down here in Victoria, we couldn't give a fat rot toss about rugby, frankly. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, the, uh, I, I believe that the Pommy cricket team demonstrated the ability to go all out very quickly, um, like faster than the uh, running out of beer at the pub. Don't remember that. We're not raising Do you to remember the that? I seem to remember we, uh, uh, we did very well. Speaking of running out of Bangladesh. Beer. Speaking of running out of beer. <laughs> Oh dear. This is Go take on. two for Brian and his keyboard. So, wish him luck. He's just going to take the keyboard and tip it and then put it all into a glass. <laughs> now, Jeff, we're massively impressed with your huge array of hats. How many do you have there? Jeff does like a hat. I, my, I asked my wife if we had a Santa hat, and she said, I think so, and she told me what bin to look in. And she has she is bit. a seamstress, and she has all these <laughs> costumes and everything else. And I opened up this thing, and there were like ten, twelve hats in there. So I grabbed a few. Every time I look up at the None screen, you've got a new hat Santa hats, though. No, I didn't find that. <laughs> <laughs> everything but. Yeah. Hey guys, I'm going to have to disappear. I've got to uh, start shutting a few things down and, and head out to take public transport. No. Steve's public <laughs> yeah. Well I, well, I hope the quality of the wine on your public transport was better than the quality of wine on I had on my public transport today. Why? We have wine? Oh, the whining is awesome. The whining is awesome down here. <laughs> I, take Mar I take light rail to the airport, you know, when I do my trips and I've never seen wine. Do, do they not have a hostess with a mostess on Marta? No. No, on Metro down here, it's just a lot of passengers whining. Well, actually, I just heard from Kit that there was a signal failure in the loop, so they were redirected to um, Flinders... Flinders Streets, rather than um, going around the loop. Ah, well, okay. There you good. go. It's good to hear that. It's got to be a joke somewhere. <laughs> uh, it's, it has meaning to Melburnians. But anyhow, thanks for letting me on. I've uh, really appreciated it. Have a blast. i got to go and uh, do some of this work stuff. Okay. okay well, Take care, Grant. Right. Merry Christmas, Grant. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas, Grant. No, seriously, just do what I do. Just start drinking and the work will take care of itself. I tried that, and um, yeah, now we signed a new deal, and I've got to make it work. And I'm like, oh, who, which idiot promised this? Oh, yeah, me. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> Hit it when that right. happens. Yeah. Okay, he's gone. Now, let me tell you some stories. <laughs> Here's a little story about a man named Grant. Dirt. Whilst I was uh, trying to put some stuff together for this show, I was actually going back through all the show notes for the APG shows for this last year, just having a look to see what the main stories would be. And surprisingly, barely a show went by without um, mention of a, a near-miss with a drone or a plastic bag or some other UAV. Uh, it's just incredible how many of these UAV stories are out there. And, of course, Christmas coming up, everyone and their dog will be out there buying a new drone. Get who's, one. who's got a drone? You have a drone, Marcus? I don't know, actually not. Would you like one? <coughs> well, you know, there's all kinds of things I'd like, but I won't have time to use it and I'm, you know, not I won't spend the money. <coughs> Does anyone on the panel have a drone here? I have a drone, but oh, Nick's got a drone. I have a drone. I have a drone. I have a really, really Oh, Jeff's got the Hoover out again. Drone. He's got the Hoover out. <laughs> 
<laughs> I, I, I've had a Jones, the very first, I had the original Parrot drone. So it's a classic now, and you can buy it on an eBay. Uh, if uh, I'm going to put it on the eBay, you can buy it there for £3,000 if you want. Uh, no if, thanks. If no one buys it, I'm going to fly it into uh, Al's uh, airplane next time he gets it. <laughs> <laughs> I have a, but a, but a, friend? a $2 helicopter thing. On that rare occasion, both Nick and Al will be in the AV Herald. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that'd be Actually, Yeah, you made it into the AV Herald. That should Herald. be our goal for 2017. Maybe. Yes, you did. To get yeah. into the AV Herald. How many of us I, I wanted to, to emulate Jeff, and yeah, I managed to get it. It's yeah. just the once you've got in this year, isn't it? I mean, that's quite a, that must be a record. I mean, you got them down to Actually, single figures now on the Mad Dog. <laughs> it was only one, one uh, it was 2015, so I, I didn't, I, uh, I still have a little bit of time left before the end of the year to get on, onto the uh, Aviation Herald. A friend of mine brought his drone to the airfield on uh, on Saturday, and it's a kind of completely self-stabilized HD camera, and um, you can you can essentially program it with waypoints. You don't have to kind of actively fly it; it lands automatically. <laughs> but the point is, it, it it makes really really great quality stabilized video. I was actually very impressed. So cool stuff. Yeah, it's the people who want to photograph airplanes getting airborne that worry me. I, yeah, I know, of course, but but I mean, just just from the technology perspective, it's quite impressive. Yeah, and it's it, they just reduced the price to four hundred bucks, including the remote control where you can plug in your phone to get live view from the thing as it flies. It's actually quite impressive. Yeah. Absolutely. I bought a couple of years ago now. I've not used it much, but I got a DJI Phantom Two. And you've not oh, used really it. Old. It is yeah, a bit old. And then I bought oh, off eBay uh, a cheap Chinese gimbal, but it works perfectly well. And put my GoPro camera on it, and it's just incredible the quality yeah. of uh, you know images and video you can take um, so yeah. you know if anyone wants to buy my DJI Phantom it's uh, maybe <laughs> I'll put it on eBay and I've got 20 quid here got a good price Pit. I've got a two dollar helicopter thing that I got off, off eBay if I can get it out from the back of the fridge I'll put that on eBay <laughs> 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 I've got yeah. a paper airplane it's uh, quite what, with cheap with a GoPro yeah with a GoPro <laughs> <laughs> I've got that paper airplane that's got the little uh, phone-powered uh, propeller on it. It's not. It doesn't work very well, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> you know, you you fold the airplane up and then you launch it into the air, and you've got the phone to control it. But as soon as it's beyond a certain distance, it doesn't get the signal anymore, and then it just plummets out of the sky. Well, that'd be fun. I would like to see that, Steph. Can we have it the next show. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Plummets out of the sky like a Boeing. Uh, yes, oh. like a Boeing triple seven, uh, or, <laughs> like a poorly designed paper airplane. It's not fair, Rick's. Rick's not like here to uh, to to you know. To hey, Rick, hey, while the sun shines. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't we move on with a bit more feedback, uh, Matt? Yep. Let's hear from the most lovely Jennifer. Hey there, holiday extravaganza podcasters, friends, and community members. It's Jen Niffer here. As you know, I'm suffering from an intense case of plain-talking Omega APG geek safety syndrome. So when I heard that you were going to do this podcast event together, I couldn't pass up the opportunity to send in a little feedback. 2016 has been a challenging year for me in many ways, but it's also been an amazing year. Your podcasts, along with the communities that surround them, have lifted me up and encouraged me through the tough times and celebrated with me through the fun times. And I really cannot thank you guys enough. 
You all should be very proud, not only of the wonderful podcasts that you put together, but also the wonderful communities that you have assembled. It speaks very highly of who you are, not just as aviation enthusiasts and podcasters, but as people. I also want to say again how much I enjoyed getting to be on the Airplane Geeks and the Plane Talking UK podcast this year. Um, It was a tremendous honor and truly one of the highlights of my year. So I want to wish you, your families, and everyone in your big combined podcast communities a Merry Christmas and the happiest of holiday seasons. Here is to an excellent 2017. I can't wait to see what it holds in store, and I hope that I get to meet some of you in Pittsburgh and at Oshkosh. Oh, and Captain Jeff, you'll be happy to know that the landing fee rate at my airport is actually going down in 2017. So go ahead and tell Santa to bring you that extra podcast equipment you know you've been wanting. Acme can afford the extra landing weight the next time you fly in. Take care, everyone. May you always have blue skies, tailwinds, and plenty of stairs trucks when you need them. Bye. Oh, is she saying lovely. I'm fat? I believe she is. I think she said yeah. you can bring extra weight. So go ahead, pack on those pounds. Okay. Go to that Thank you, Jim. airport. You can have extra <laughs> sprouts at Christmas time, Jeff. Okay. Thank you, Jeff. <laughs> now, I wish that all our listeners sent in such lovely feedback. But uh, let's hear from another of our lady listeners who is perhaps not quite as complimentary. This is Mrs. Nev. Hello, aviation weirdos. It's Mrs. Nev here. And a very Merry Christmas to you all. Well, whilst Nev is at work, I've come into his studio to collect the dirty cups and empty wine bottles. In polishing his Mac, I inadvertently switched it on and started looking at the kind of podcasts he listens to and all of the websites that he's visited. Firstly, he seems to have deleted his internet browsing history, which is a very blokey thing to do, I always find. Entirely predictable there, saw that one coming a mile off. But the most worrying things were the podcasts. First up, there's one called Plane Safety Podcast with someone called Pilot Pup. Well, that's 90 minutes of my life that I won't get back. Really? I mean, I could have had more entertainment from Stevie Wonder giving me a tour of London in a black cab. Talk about amateurish. Watching a three-hour Windows 10 update was more interesting. And why does he call himself Pilot Pup? Is he some sort of dog? His local vet should have had him put down. Nev's only given it one star in the iTunes ratings, and I think that's being generous. I thought it couldn't get any worse than that, so I've moved on to one called Omega Tau. This was a bit more like it, except it was all in German. It did sound quite good at three times normal speed, but as Nev failed his German exam, I don't even see the point in him subscribing to it. There was a function in his software which enabled it to be played backwards. I actually understood about 30% of it in that mode. (laughs) Moving on to one called Plain Talking UK. Frankly, this is nothing more than a party for teetotal people. (laughs) Underwhelming doesn't even begin to cover it. It's basically a load of overgrown kids mucking about with mics. Oh, and a bit of aviation shoved in there occasionally. Breaking wind seems to be a popular pastime on that show. I wouldn't mind, but no one even bothers to score the events, you know, like they do in the ice skating. 5.5, 5.7, 5.6, etc. 
There was one highlight though, and that was Gemma's sausage rolls. I might write in and ask her for the recipe for those. So some good has come out of it. Here's another one, airline pilot guy. Well, we all know about that, don't we? I mean, how it gets a G rating on YouTube is beyond me. I'm surprised that we didn't even get thrown out of the Hogsback Hotel at Farnborough for inappropriate behaviour, excessive innuendos, and that's what she says. I'm surprised they haven't renamed it APG, the Dirty Podcast. The old guy with the beard seemed quite a decent fella, though, when he's got his mic turned round the right way and his internet connection is better than a piece of wet string. Finally, there's one called Airplane Geeks Podcast the highlight of which was the intro music. It was a bit noisy for my taste and it was full of Americans, but you can't know everything. (laughs) At least they talked about planes for the most part. Well, it was difficult to tell at eight times normal speed. I've just heard the door, so I'd better go. Bye for now. (laughs) 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 Mrs. Ned is a legend. Classic. Good job. Oh, Mrs. Uh, Mav, did you mention uh, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Steve. Steve. That was hysterical. Steve. Oh, no. I'm glad she doesn't listen to our show, then. I don't know whether we could uh, put up with that abuse. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let her know about your show. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, add it to the playlist. Maybe next time she'll have something to say about it. Yeah, add it. Playlist. I mean, uh, good lord, we actually put out three shows this year. We've done well. <laughs> <laughs> we'll we'll send we'll send Mrs. Nev the link to those shows so she can uh, she can send you her feedback from them. Well, thank you, Mrs. Nev. Um, <laughs> I think you can safely think. say that's the uh, the meanest feedback we've ever received here, <laughs> and the funniest, and the funniest, of course. We love it. <laughs> the best, it. the most well received. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Why don't you we? Should say some of the feedback we've received over the years. Wow, <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was accurate. What are you talking about? <laughs> hey. Well, listen. No Christmas would be complete without uh, a nice grandfatherly story snuggled around the fire, listening to a a lovely, relaxing voice. And it just so happens that we have such a, a man with a, a lovely, relaxing voice who's going to tell us a little story now about the Christmas fish. A Christmas fish. In three, two, one. My brother Rick married a shiksa. Although sometimes seen as a derogatory Yiddish term, all it really means is a non-Jewish woman. My mother and father, Harriet and Lou, at first thought it was a shanda, another Yiddish word, this meaning a shame or scandalous, but quickly changed their minds and accepted my sister-in-law Patty as they would their own daughter. About three years after Rick and Patty got married, my niece Hannah came along. As her grandfather, Papa Lou, used to say, she's a very special little girl. She still is, although as I write this, she's about 20 years old, but still very special, even if not so little anymore. Hannah grew up with Christmas trees, Santa Claus, Christmas stockings, the whole Megillah. For her first three years before going to bed on Christmas Eve, Hannah would place cookies, pastries, cake, or pie on the fireplace hearth with her mom and dad so Santa would have a nice snack waiting for him when he stopped by on his overnight rounds. When Hannah was four years old, Christmas Eve 2000, her father, my brother Rick, asked her what she wanted to leave out for Santa that night. Hannah's response was a bit unusual. She said, a filet of fish sandwich from McDonald's. 
A filet of fish sandwich from McDonald's, my brother asked. Why would you want to leave Santa a filet of fish sandwich? Hannah explained that with Santa going to so many places and everyone leaving him sweets, maybe he would want something to eat other than dessert. As my father, her Papa Lou said, Hannah indeed was a very special little girl. My brother Rick went to McDonald's and picked up a fish sandwich. Santa's fish sandwich became a tradition at my brother's house. Every Christmas Eve, year after year, Rick would dutifully stop at a local McDonald's and pick up a filet of fish so Santa would have a savory snack waiting for him. Now Monday morning, December 24th, Christmas Eve 2007, started off like any other Monday morning for me. I was asleep as I just finished my usual three 13-hour overnight shifts. Soon I would be trying to get into some kind of day mode for my weekly 8 a.m. staff meeting on Wednesday. Yeah, the bosses never get what it's like to work an overnight shift. It's not that they don't care. Well, that's not true. They probably don't care. But they never do understand what it means to switch your wakeful hours on a weekly basis. They would argue, I've worked an overnight and covered shifts. I get it. I would reply, yeah, you've covered a few overnights, but not worked them continuously for a decade. But I digress. My phone rang at about 3 p.m. It was my mother, Harriet, in northern New Jersey. Now my father, Papa Lou to Hannah, had fallen on some ice about a month before and had broken his arm. He'd been in and out of the hospital for the last three weeks, had a stroke at some point, and then picked up some strange systemic infection. My mom's voice was tense. Your dad's not doing well. He's in a coma, and he may not make it through the night. Call the boys and ask him to come home. The boys? Well, I'm the oldest, and I was always tasked with taking care of my two younger brothers. Sure, the youngest of the boys was 45 years old at the time, and the other was 48, but to my mom, they were both the boys, and I was still in charge. The other thing that's important to know is that while we always visited and were always welcome at my mom and dad's house, it had been well over 25 years since any of us called at home. Our parents had never before asked any of us to come home, so I knew this was serious. Although there were many reasons my brothers and I needed to be there, one has to do with several Jewish traditions. Now, I'm not a Talmudic scholar, but let me try to explain. Jewish days start at sunset, not sunrise. That's why in celebrating the Sabbath, Saturdays, the first services are held Friday night. Hanukkah candles are also lit at sunset, celebrating the new day of the Festival of Lights. Why is the starting time of the day important? Well, it has to do with another tradition. You see, mourning rituals indicate that to show respect for the deceased, the body must be interred within 24 hours, if at all possible. Again, not being a rabbinical scholar, I can't tell you exactly why, but from my perspective, we're to remember the living, not the remains. The dead live on, alive in our memories. In other words, our afterlife is in the thoughts of others. Based on these traditions, and with sunset being around 4 p.m. in the late days of December, my brothers and I needed to be with our mother to be ready for a funeral. Maybe more importantly, and for the first time since we were adults, our very independent mother, had asked us to come home. Now remember, this was Christmas Eve. Not a big deal in our household. We grew up in a different tradition. Harriet probably didn't even realize what day it was. My Christmas tradition, while cliche, is to try to get some Chinese food sometime on Christmas Day. Well, that and making a special phone call on Christmas Eve, but that's another story. I called my boss and said I would see her next year. I called my brother Seth, who being only two hours away, chose not to come until the next day. Then I called my brother Rick, saving the toughest call for last. Rick and I were equidistant from our folks' house in northern New Jersey. 
Rick would be driving north on Route 95 from Richmond, Virginia, and I would be driving south on that same road from Maine. Rick, however, would have to drive through Washington, Baltimore, Philadelphia, and then through the outward-bound New York City traffic, whereas other than New Haven and Bridgeport, well, and maybe Stamford, Connecticut, I could generally skirt around most cities. If done at mostly legal speeds and without traffic, it would take me about six hours, although I must confess I've made it in five. Rick, on the other hand, was in for at least an eight-hour drive and sometimes ten. But this wasn't a tough reason. Remember, Rick's nuclear family celebrated Christmas, so on top of his father dying in the hospital and an eight-hour drive, there would be no Christmas for him, or so I thought. I was in the car and already close to the New Hampshire border when my phone rang. It was Rick. He and Patty had packed up the car with all they needed, and along with Hannah were on their way to New Jersey. Apparently, the packing list included Christmas gifts, stockings, cookies, candy, even a small Christmas tree. They were all set to meet me at my mom's house, and with due respect for her traditions, set up their Christmas at their hotel room. Rick and I chatted for a bit, and kept in touch on our drive, updating each other as to where we were in our ETAs. About two hours later, the phone rang again. I was on the east side of Worcester, Massachusetts, on Route 290. Rick was in the middle of a crisis somewhere in Maryland. There was no McDonald's filet of fish sandwich in the car. Already being late in the Christmas Eve, he wasn't sure he would be able to find one for Hannah to leave for Santa. Having traveled the back roads of Massachusetts regularly, I told Rick I knew of a McDonald's that might still be open. We agreed that if either of us saw an open McDonald's, we would stop and pick up the important filet of fish sandwich. A few miles later, I got off the highway and took a fast food detour. Success! It was open! I made a pit stop, got in line, and picked up the sandwich. I went back to the car, put it in my cooler, and proceeded on my way. Once settled back into highway cruise, I called Rick, but there was no answer. I continued to call off and on for about 30 minutes when finally the phone was picked up. Rick had been in a dead cell zone at McDonald's of all places, so Santa would have two filet of fish sandwiches this Christmas Eve. As it turned out, my dad didn't pass that night. He never really recovered, though, and the father I grew up with never came back. He was in and out of consciousness between hospital and nursing facility until April. But you know, he lives on in my memory, and in the memories of those who knew him when he was fully with us. Now every year since then, on Christmas Eve, I stop at a McDonald's and I pick up a filet of fish sandwich. I share that sandwich, not just with Santa, but with my father too. And there's still more. You see, now that I've shared this story, you also have my father alive in your thoughts. And you may not ever be able to think of a McDonald's filet of fish sandwich without having him with you. Don't worry, though. You'll find that my father, Hannah's Papa Lou, is pretty good company. For the airline pilot guy here in Portland, this is your main man, Micah. Oh, Micah, so nice to hear that voice. Now, in honor of uh, Micah's lovely story, we did, in fact, stop by McDonald's earlier on and get a uh, filet of fishes for everyone, except that when our backs were turned, Al has eaten the lot. I may be able to share if you just wait. No. <laughs> I can try and get it back. A better purge, better purge. I, I, have heard, I have heard a whisper, actually, that uh, Amazon are going to be snapping up Micah soon for uh, their uh, e-books, apparently. Oh, oh good idea. So. Micah? Well, I do have a question about the filet of fishes. How long did it take Al to eat all of the filet of fishes? Oh, oh no, I feel another challenge. Longer he, than it would have he taken you. He wasn't as good as you, Steph. Yeah. He wasn't as good challenge. as you. Okay. You know, believe it or not, I've never had a filet of fish sandwich from McDonald's. What? Really, never? Steph? What? No? Yeah. Steph? Oh. Why not? Why would that be? 
I, I love chicken nuggets. Coming on. Well, at least I know what to get you for Christmas now. It has been a trouble <laughs> to me. <laughs> it's going to come in the mail from England. From yeah. Have yeah. you had your fillet of fish, Micah, this year yet? No, I've got one oh. right here. An extra one for Al. Oh. What a legend. <coughs> left a bit, left a bit, right a bit. I've got it. Yeah. <laughs> Very nice. Very Thank nice. you. See, Micah, you like myself, we're, we're just podcast tarts so we just have to roll out the same stuff as we go along wherever Hot possible tarts. yeah yeah because the, the, the fees just don't warrant you know doing new material like these pros on a regular basis does it not at all not at all but i i i i've already got an idea for the story for next year's uh, uh spectacular pc uk plane crazy <clears throat> towel airline Geeks, oh whatever Lord, we're not doing this again. <laughs> I can say, if you think, no, that, no. Listen, it, it, I, I'd be very happy to listen to this story again next year because it's a wonderful story and it's, you know, it's just a great embodiment of the season and everything that it means. So. Uh, good evening, fellow podcasters. This is Matt here. Uh, if you think I'm going through this particular nightmare <laughs> ever again in my life, you've got another thing coming. <laughs> Oh, come on, Matt. We could bribe you into it. They didn't tell you about the New Year's show that we're planning on doing in two weeks. What? (laughs) Dun, dun, dun. From the moon. (laughs) So, this podcasting thing, it's going to be, next year, it's going to be all gone. Nobody's going to be doing podcasts. Yeah, podcasts are so 2016. I know. (laughs) It'll be e-casts. Well, Matt, it's okay. You're not really going to have to do anything like this again until Pittsburgh in May when we'll have rented equipment there for you and you'll have to put it all together. That'll be all on you, Matt, again. All on you. Everything. Okay. We'll leave that all to Matt, even though he's not from the U.S. Those of us from here, we're just... We defer to you, Matt. I can confirm, however... No, we're just tourists. Yeah, I can confirm, however, yeah. that I am coming to Pittsburgh this year, so Ooh. I'm very, very excited. That that is official. So, uh, Yay! Yes, yes. Oh, I, I couldn't have it without you. I, I even have my new passport that arrived this morning, and it's. Uh, do you know, this is something that's really frightened me. Actually, it has literally taken my podcast. Uh, podcast? No, this is a podcast. What am I talking about? Passport. That's right. My my brain is in such a mess. I'm so sorry. Uh, <laughs> the only Are you thing, drinking? Yeah, no, sadly not. The only thing I've said through the whole podcast, and I screw it up. Um, <laughs> is my passport has taken four days from the moment that I filled the form in online to sending it away, and coming back has taken. four Four days what? now for the UK government. That is frankly astounding. <laughs> I can't believe wow. it. Four days. Uh, Have you checked the photo? Is it you? It's 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 it is me. Yes, no, it is That's me. normally how long it takes you just to queue up for an American visa. <laughs> <laughs> His new name is Matthew Smithsonian. I'll take it. I don't care. I don't. I'll, I'll take it. It's fine. <laughs> okay, we're going to hear another piece of uh, audio feedback now. But who's this from? Whilst whilst we're listening to this, this is from the lovely Barbara. Oh, Barbara! I love lovely Barbara. Whilst we're listening to Hi, this, Barbara. can I urge you to uh, get your Christmas <coughs> jokes ready? Hi everyone, it's Barbara here. I wanted to serenade you all with a Christmas song, but then I changed my mind. Maybe next year. So I have decided to tell a couple of Christmas jokes instead. You can repeat to your nearest and dearest at the dinner table on Christmas Eve or Christmas Day as you are eating your knobby greens which is my hometown of Nottingham's term for Brussels sprouts. So here's the first joke. 
What do you call a plane that can't take off? An aeroplane. Do you get it? As most of you aviation podcasters are men, and I apologise to Dr. Steph, I am going to tell a Christmas joke especially for you. So get ready, chaps, and brace yourselves. What are the four ages of man? What are the four ages of man? Well, here they are. The first age of man is you believe in Father Christmas. The second age of man is you don't believe in Father Christmas. The third age of man is you are Father Christmas. And the fourth age of man is you look like Father Christmas. So, Carlos, Matt, Pilot Pip, Captain Jeff, Miami Rick, Captain Nick, Micah, Brian, et al, Marcus, Captain Al, and I'll include Nev too. I'll leave all you fellas with that very profound thought. Steph and Betty in the sky, you are both two beautiful swans of swimming. Oh no, even better, two beautiful swans of flying. So I want to wish all the podcast hosts, guest hosts, and all the listeners in the aviation podcast community and your families all around the world a very happy Christmas and great new year. And don't forget to eat up all your knobby greens. Bye-bye. I forgot to say a very happy Christmas to um, a lovely little creature who we must include. And I didn't include him, but it's tacos. We must wish tacos a very happy Christmas. So tacos, I am your greatest fan and you are the best podcast host ever. So here goes. I don't know about Taco, but my cat Poppy's having a having a fit. I'm sure I've heard that in a movie. Taco is reciprocating that. He's he's very happy to hear Barbara's well wishes, and thank you very much for that, Barbara. um, He's not making an appearance here because he's currently barking at the deer outside. I think I can hear him in the distance. He's been banned from the actual studio room because he's a little noisy right now. So. But I'll have to send it. Um, actually, you guys have the picture of Taco in his Christmas costume with the reindeer antlers on from earlier this evening. You can include that in the mm. show notes. And uh, you'll see how thrilled he was to be sporting some Christmassy attire. He's not. Have you actually Have you actually got any Christmassy weather your way, Steph? Or is it kind of like summertime or something? Else? Well, so I, I'm going to fail at my attempts to convert this temperature into celsius but today it was 45 degrees fahrenheit, fahrenheit. about seven seven eight okay tomorrow's supposed to be downright cold 35 for a high i think i saw it's it's 72 here in los angeles so does yeah, everyone up, hate me now yes. okay, okay brian okay, okay brian sunday <laughs> Sixty-five, I think. So back to. But I mean, let let's be let's be fair here. Look, I mean, these three guys here, Steph, you know, Jeff and Brian and Micah, uh, and they they get real snow. They get actual snow. What do we get? Pretend. We we get we get kind of. Mm. Yeah. (laughs) 
No, it don't. What, I have to what fly about, to snow. Do, it do, doesn't do, snow in, in Pasadena. We get, Steve, do you, in, just out of interest, Steve, do, do you ever actually get snow in Australia? I mean, does, does it ever actually snow there? Oh, there, there's certain regions where it does snow, but uh, fortunately not anywhere near me. <laughs> there you go. I will say that well, here in the, the southern U.S. where Jeff and I live, we get ice storms occasionally, which are far worse than any snowstorm I've experienced, either when I lived out west in the U.S. or in the Midwest. You know, you get a wait, lot of you, snow there. But. Wait, hold on. You lived in Utah and, what, Denver yeah. or just Utah? No, I lived, in, so, I lived in Salt Lake City, Utah, and Chicago, Illinois. Yeah, that's and still not the west. You have to cross the Rockies in order to no, get no, no. to... No, no, no. Utah is the mountain west. We'll, yeah, we'll just fine. agree to disagree. Blah, blah, but whatever. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> it snows there. It snows there. <laughs> look, look, I've been in Miami and it snowed, and that let, was rather abstract. Let's get this straight, guys. We, I personally would love to have a half of the amount of snow that you guys get in the U.S. Half in this Hell, country. at this point, we would just love to get rain. It hasn't yeah, we're getting in LA since three forever. inches of snow yeah. tonight into tomorrow, but then and and when I left at noon today to do run some errands, it was twenty four degrees or minus four Celsius. When I came back, it was nineteen degrees at two o'clock or minus seven Celsius. And tomorrow, the high is supposed to be fourteen degrees minus ten Celsius. Has so, this somehow morphed into a weather show? Yes. We'll now hand you back. It's going to be a little chilly summer, here, so and not the good, good kind of chilly, which is my favorite, green chilly. Degrees, yeah. uh, just out of, uh, Steve, what's the temperature where you are at the moment? How, how warm? Because it's, it's obviously morning there now. Well, of course, I can't talk in that prehistoric temperature scale you guys talk in, but it's about uh, 20 Celsius at the moment. But I should point out that Christmas here is in the middle of summer, so we'd be pretty disturbed if it would ever snow here at Christmas time. And they're about to start the World Gliding Championship down there, right? Uh, well, yes, I think they are. In Benalla. Much about it. Oh, at Benalla. Well, Benalla is um, Benalla's about a two-and-a-half-hour drive away from uh, where, where I live, but uh, very nice up there. Uh, quite rural and flat and uh, a good spot if they're going to hold uh, gliding. In fact, the uh, Benella Aero Club uh, up there is uh, very active uh, with gliding, so it, uh, it doesn't surprise me that they're going to have that uh, up there. Have they got enough rubber bands? Because, I mean, you need rubber bands for, well, gliding, for gliding, don't you? Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. There's, there's, there's nothing sensible there, is there? <laughs> Wait, why on earth would you get into an aeroplane that doesn't have an engine? <laughs> why? Well, 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 that's it. <laughs> well, quite clearly, there's, there's, there's no answer, so we'll just move on. I thought but we but were doing Christmas. Jokes. Honestly, I, I, there, there is a German world, world, word called Banose, uh, which I couldn't translate quick enough. That's why I didn't say anything. But it's not a very friendly and charming word. Uh, okay. <laughs> Well, listen, Marcus. I know you've got to head off soon. I gotta, I gotta head. I gotta quit. I have to get off, uh, get up in about uh, six hours to get on a train for four hours, and then oh. work for two hours and go back on another train for another four hours. Oh. Oh. Really bad. Wow, wow, wow. No, <laughs> <So laughs> I'm going. Marcus, me on the show. All right, Thank Marcus. You. Well, listen. Thanks very much for joining us. Thank tonight. you, Marcus. I'll feed Marcus. Yes. I'll feed Marcus. Great to see you, Marcus, and merry, merry Christmas. Take care, Marcus. Now, listen. Before this gets any more out of uh, control, you really, people, you you pay attention oh. here. Okay. Oh. So, um, Barbara was good enough to uh, tell us some lovely jokes. So I thought it only fair that we tell our favourite Christmas gags. 
And I know you've all got something prepared because I sent you a note yesterday. And the YouTube chat room is back in effect. Oh. So um, they're all All right. Here. But to make it fair, I'm going to start with one of my favourite jokes ever. And this is quite appropriate. This is a Star Wars joke. And uh, as you know, the new Star Wars movie was just uh, released yesterday. Mm-hmm. Oh, you love Star Wars, huh? Carlos. Sorry, I, just, I was just thinking of Star Trek then. Sorry. All right, now, be quiet. Here's my joke. I love this joke, so you better laugh. Luke Skywalker. <laughs> Oh, sorry. <laughs> not yet, not yet. <laughs> Luke Skywalker and Darth Vader are having a lightsaber fight. Shum, shum, shum. Darth Vader says, he says, Luke, I know what you have got for Christmas. I have felt your presence. <laughs> you may laugh. <laughs> oh, oh, it was funny. Oh, sorry. <laughs> oh, that is Yay, so well done, Jeff. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Well, I'd like okay. to see one of you guys do any better. We're, g- we're going to go to Steve. Steve <laughs> right. Steve's got to go in a second, unfortunately, as well, because he's got to also go to work, which is very sad. Okay, but he can't but, go uh, until we've heard have his you, joke. Have you got a Christmas joke that What's you can tell us, mate? People? I don't know. I don't know. Um, An Australian Christmas joke. Really. <laughs> I'm yeah, sorry. That's right. <laughs> hey, hey, I do see that uh, our good friend Kathy Mexted is in the uh, chat room. So, Kathy, uh, you fire up that video camera and take over, would you? Thank, thank you very much for joining us, uh, Steve. It's been very good to uh, to finally get you on Skype and on the show. Yeah, my pleasure. It's been fun, but uh, sadly, I have to go to work. Oh, yeah. damn you, work! Yeah. It's, uh, it is not a clock in the day jobs. Can I can I just say, Steve, uh, um, being a, being a huge listener of uh, PCDU, make sure you get some more episodes out ASAP, please. Yeah, we uh, we're trying. It's uh, it's actually Grant's fault, of course. I can blame him since he's okay. not here. But, uh, okay. Uh, <laughs> no, there you go. To uh, mention, you're talking about Farnborough and all the rest, but um, I should point out that the next big uh, international air show is. Uh, is Avalon 2017, February 28th. You should all uh, get on a plane and get yourselves down here. Uh, and if trip. not, I'm planning to go to Oshkosh in 2017, so uh, hopefully I'll see some of you there. All right. Thanks, Steve. Well, Merry Christmas to you, mate. Merry Christmas, Steve. Yeah, all the best to you. Oh, and, and, yeah, hap- and, and all the happiness in your new home as well, Steve. Thank you very much. That uh, The bank is really enjoying owning it. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note... And on that note... <laughs> bye, Steve. Take care. Dr. Stephanie Plummer, Christmas joke, go. All right, Christmas joke. So what does Santa Claus suffer from if he gets stuck in a chimney? We don't know. What does Santa Claus suffer from if he gets stuck in a chimney? Well, you can't tell it, Nick. (laughs) (laughs) Suffers from claustrophobia. Okay, I think I'm winning. I don't have any good jokes. I'm sorry. (laughs) Best I could do. I know Captain Jeff has got a, a fantastic joke. Oh, this is the best one ever. Why are Comet, Cupid, Donner, and Blitzen always wet? I don't know. I don't know why. Because they're reindeer. Oh. Oh. <laughs> can someone else do any better, please? Yes, <coughs> I can. can. Captain Go on, no, I can't. I can't do better, but I have a joke. Go on, then, Brian. Go, on then, Brian. Go, Brian. Go, Brian. So my wife is an angel. The other guy says, you're lucky. Mine's still alive. <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> Captain Nick. Come on, Nick. Okay, right. Well, it's uh, it's the time for Santa Claus to have his CAA check. He's, uh, his examiner's arrived and uh, to test him out before he goes off and does his big trip around the world. So uh, 
He's uh, made a lot of preparations. He's cleaned the sleigh. He's uh, polished the reindeer. Uh, everything's sorted out. He's checked all the uh, the bridles and the the uh, reins and made sure everything's cool. He's got all his paperwork in hand. His uh, logbook. The uh, paperwork for the aircraft is all tickety burn. The examiner looks at it all very happy. And uh, finally, they're ready for the actual ride. So Santa gets in and he puts on his seatbelt and buckles up and uh, looks at his compass, <coughs> checks that, and then the examiner hops in. And uh, beside him, he's uh, parked between them a uh, shotgun. And uh, Santa says, What's that for? And the examiner <laughs> winks and says, I'm not supposed to tell you this before it happens, but you're going to lose an engine after takeoff. <laughs> no! That's terrible. Yeah. That, really, <laughs> that really is quite sick. I mean, do you uh, want me yeah. to try to improve the tone of the night? Oh, you? Go, Al. Oh, please, Al. <laughs> Come on. Go, Al. Before you go, go on, Captain Al, there's a wonderful video or a uh, cartoon of that joke, which uh, if I find it, I'll send it to you so you can put it in the show notes. Yay. But okay. it's, uh, and it's pretty it, dark. Yeah, I've seen that. And if you really want to go to the nth degree of. of Christmas nasty you, videos. Uh, there's uh, there's a really good video called "The Night Santa Went Crazy" uh, by Weird Al Yankovic. No relation to mine, but uh, it's definitely not family viewing. Uh oh. Not unless you want to ruin <laughs> Christmas for children all around the world. No. no. But uh, I, I do have a, a have a very short joke. Good. Good. It's okay. in good taste, as you might expect from me. Really? No. Wait, many people have said that about you, that you're very short, but that's a different topic. <laughs> yes. Oh, um, no. Well, here we go, then. Okay. Are we ready, boys and girls, or should ready. I say adults? <laughs> ready. Any, any time today. Okay. <laughs> Why does Santa use the chimney? Because Mrs. Claus told him he'd never get to use the back door. <laughs> um, Micah, Micah, the main Save man, us, Micah, Micah. Can you rescue Save us? us, Micah? Mine's more of a, a little bit of a story. Okay. And uh, it takes a Hanukkah story. You know, it was it was Hanukkah, and this man attends services, and he's sitting there in the temple, and the rabbi is up on the beamer, which is a big podium, and he's reading from the Book of Maccabees, and he looks down, and he sees this guy, and he looks, just looks terribly terribly sad just really depressed so forlorn and he just doesn't know what to do and he's looking at him and he just looks so forlorn and so after the services are over he walks up and he talks to the man and he says you know i saw you there and you just look so depressed and so forlorn you know is there anything wrong I'm, I'm a rabbi you can talk to me and the man says well rabbi you know i've i've dated all these women i've met different women here and there and i just you know want to go want to get married and i take these women home and every woman that i've taken home and they're just marvelous incredible women my mother hates them and it's just not working out and i don't know what to do and the rabbi says well you know they have the internet these days and you could maybe you know research these women on the internet and try to find a woman that has maybe some of the same interests as your mother so that your mother and she might get along and the man says oh that's a great idea i'll do that i'll do that i'll try that rabbi so it's a few months later and it's Purim and the rabbi is now reading from the Megillah and he sees the man in the shul and, and he looks just as terribly depressed and he just looks awful, even worse than before. And so the rabbi talks to him after the services and, and he says, so what happened? He says, did you try what I said? He says, oh, rabbi, I did. I met a woman and I researched her and I found her on the internet and she had all the same interests as my mother and she even, even 
knew some of the recipes that my mother knew and cooked like my mother. She even looked a little bit like my mother. It was it was amazing. The rabbi said, so what happened? And the man says, well, I took her home. My father hated her. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Now, as official self-appointed judge of good humor i am awarding myself first prize for the best joke on christmas oh. uh, i think it's time for some more uh feedback i think we've got some video feedback from the legendary nev at NevTech. well hello podcast fans nev here in the studio as you can see and uh, hope you like my attire here if i can actually see what i'm doing uh but a very merry christmas to all of you and uh well what a year it's been i always sort of take this time of the year just have a bit of a reflection on upon the year and and what we've all done and uh it's been fantastic and, and the main thing has been all the meetups we've been able to do meeting lots of new people the huge event at farnborough that we've done and all the other sort of um side meetups that have been going on actually all around the world not not just in Europe but in the US and Australia everywhere and it's been uh, a real pleasure to get to know people for real so that's been really good um, and uh, I'm looking forward to a, a nice break over Christmas we're actually off uh, from the 23rd uh, all the way through to the 3rd of January which is quite nice but um, hopefully I should be able to join you uh, on the podcast this evening in the chat room uh, all being well uh, but I just wanted to say to all the folks that produce all the podcasts what a fantastic job you guys and girls do and uh, I know that we as the viewers and listeners really do appreciate it and it's been fantastic working with you this year and of course now uh, we're coming into 2017 where we've got a big event in Pittsburgh coming up uh, Oshkosh all sorts of things uh, for, for next year so um, really looking forward to working with some of you again uh, on some of those events um, but uh, just want to say to everybody have a very Merry Christmas Hey everyone in podcast land it's Owen the Harpjet flight attendant and I'm coming to you here today from Malaga. Hope everyone is enjoying the show. And thanks to Pilot Pip and all the rest of the wonderful, wonderful co-hosts for putting together this amazing show. And I just wanted to wish everyone a very, very Merry Christmas. Hope wherever you are for Christmas, it's going to be a very happy holiday season for you. So, bye! Yay. We're, we're all dazzled because Mrs. <laughs> uh, Mrs. Stebbings has just walked into the studio. Yay! Yay! <laughs> Let's have a camera. Let's have a My camera. My wife is home. Oh no, Al! Al's Christmas present. What's that big red thing come up between you? Oh, <laughs> oh no! I've died and gone to heaven. Oh. <laughs> How are you all? Merry Christmas! Oh wait. <laughs> Hi, Mrs. Stebbings. Oh, you've got a microphone Wait, in front of your head now. Oh, hello, Gemma. There you go. She's just putting Jeff some says hello. in. Oh, hi, Gemma. Oh, there oh, she, she is. I can, can hear you now. Hi, Gemma. Hi, Gemma. Micah's Micah said hello. Oh, hi, Micah. <laughs> Wait, why can't you see her and I can't? She's sitting on Al's lap? She's sitting on Al's lap. But now I have to tell Al what I would like for Christmas. You should be sitting on Nick's lap, really. Yeah. Absolutely. I'd like Nick's car. And <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess I'm walking home then. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll come on the train with you. Uh, 
<laughs> no worries. The wine's crap, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but at least we get it, which is what you do on an American train, apparently. Well, thank you, uh, Nev, and thank you, Owen, down in uh, Malaga. Yeah, the well done. Video message. He always yeah, seems well to be in Malaga. Owen, he does. Doesn't I think he? he's. I think he's based yeah. there. Yeah. He's based there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He works for an airline that you regularly uh, like to insult and. I don't know what you mean. Of. I don't know what you mean. I'm sure that a wonderful employer. Yeah. So what's next on the itinerary then, uh, Pip? Well, gosh, what is next on the itinerary? Wait, we have other things to do. <laughs> we do. Oh, we've got loads of stuff to do. We yeah. do. Well, we were going to do some more news show? stuff. But, uh, who <laughs> wants to do some serious news? Or who wants nope. to do a quiz? Quiz. 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 Beer. All right, chat room, you can play along with this if you wish. We're going to do a little quiz. This is something I pulled off uh, the Flight Global website, a kind of uh, aviation 2016 quiz. I just pulled off a few questions, and I've added some of my own. So uh, I'll be adding up points to see who the winner is at the end. Um, so I will pick on someone to give the answer. Question number one. Okay. Chat room as well. Chat room as well. Yeah. Who are the airline fact checkers? The airline pilot guy fact checkers. I want their names. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> okay, <laughs> Steph. <laughs> oh, Steph. Eugene and Dingus. Oh, oh, no. Hang on, hang on. You only get half a point. What? I want their full Is names. A real name? I want their full names. Eugene uh, has McGee? a surname, I think. Yeah, McGee is one of the surnames. Thank you, Nick. <laughs> Would you mind saying that again so everyone can hear? <laughs> no. Eugene. No. That's with a, with a V. With a V. Now, with I know in the US that's not a particularly naughty word, but uh, it's a bit naughty here in the UK. <laughs> No. Okay, so I think uh, Steph gets 100 points and Nick gets 150 points. Right. <laughs> okay, right, oh. yes. okay. Question two. All right, this is a serious one. Airbus delivered its 10,000th aircraft in October. Which model was it and to which airline? Have a think about that. I know this one. Oh, oh Mr. Oh, oh, Stebbings oh, oh. thinks he knows it. Hang on, let's just see what the chat room is saying. Okay. Anything in the chat room? Quick, I think I might. Let's look at the chat room. Oh, no, don't look at the chat room. <laughs> Carlos, let's Get have us. your answer. The thousandth. The ten thousand. Ten thousand. Thousand. Have you been drinking? Yeah, yeah a bit. The <laughs> ten thousandth. It was an Airbus. I'm going to need an answer here. <laughs> <laughs> it was. I think it's cheating. It was an A three fifty. 900, 900. Oh, you oh, yeah, bugger. You can't Google I was just going to say that. I'm not. I'm not. I was going to say that, Nick. Come on, Carl. I need an answer. A350-900. To which airline? What airline? It was to Finnair. I'm going to give you 100 points. Can anyone nice else one. name the airline? It was an Airbus A350. Oh, anyone? Uh, <sighs> Singapore. Singapore Airlines. Well done, Nick. Yeah. Oh, you Googled that, Nick. He was looking, no, he was looking yeah. at the chat room. Yeah, he was Googling. James James Googling. James I'll just have another beer, please. Question number three. An Italian Air Force F-35 pilot made type history in February. What did he do with the aircraft? Did he exceed Mark II? Did he cross the Atlantic for the first time in that type? Eject safely following an engine failure? Or overflew a war zone? I think we should ask Woody. <laughs> We're going to go to yeah. Sorry, who uh, ejaculated safely? I'm Captain Jeff. It. <laughs> I have no idea. Well, take a guess. Uh, uh, overflew a war zone. <laughs> overflew a war zone. <clears throat> you get no points for that. Oh. What Brian. Uh, oh, Brian. 
What were I the other two choices? For you. Oh, Brian's got nothing for you. Oh, okay. Brian. Oh. Nothing. Micah? I think he... I think he ejected, didn't he? No, I think he had lost one. Uh, across the... Um, there's he a few in the chat room that say Atlantic. Cross the Atlantic. Well done, chat room. Three million points for the chat room. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> he crossed the Atlantic Jonathan for the first, first time in an F-35. Oh, wow. Question number four. Are we ready for question number four? Yes. This is very uh, recent and topical. I'll pay attention now. <laughs> According to Betty in the Sky with a Suitcase, Ooh. Icelandic Ooh. tap water has what physiological effect on her? Ooh, ooh, ooh. I know. <laughs> ooh, ooh. Who's, who's saying ooh, ooh, ooh. We've, got, we've got Micah that's, saying ooh, ooh, ooh. That's me. That's Micah. Okay, Micah. Let's you hear with it. the Captain Al. <laughs> well, not quite as bad as that. <laughs> it's quite gaseous and windy. I'm trying to be polite. Oh. No, I need an actual... Burps. Uh, 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 oh, Jeff is pinging. Jeff belching. Pinging. Belching. Bel burping. But no flagellants. No, 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 no flagellants. No, the answer was burping. Uh, apparently it causes oh. flatulence in most people, uh. but Betty's particular physiology, uh, she burps a lot. And there were some lovely recordings of her burping if you listen to her latest yes. episode. <laughs> there you go. One of her funniest ever, I thought, Does actually. Does Betty walk Ian, around on uh, her hands, David, by any chance? And Tony got in the chat room got that, right? behind. Well done, guys. Yeah. Brilliant podcast, Betty in the Sky with Diamonds. Check it out, yeah. won't with you? Diamonds. Uh, with diamonds, with diamonds, with a suitcase. suitcase. <laughs> in the sky with suitcase. <laughs> you know what I meant. <laughs> Jeez. All right. Oh, dear. Settle down. <laughs> Question I number five. To marry her. Question. I would. <laughs> Question number five. Uh, which UAV novice carried out the first flight of its Aquila UAV this year? Was it ah. Facebook? Was it Amazon? Yes. Was it Google? Or was it EasyJet? Jeff is Jeff is, Jeff is buzzing in. Facebook. Amazon. Who said that? Jeff. Jeff. Facebook. Yeah. Oh, well done, Jeff. One point for Jeff. Uh, one? <laughs> point? <laughs> yes, I am the quiz master. I allocate the points. Ah, <laughs> oh, here's one. Here's one. Maybe Nick knows the answer to this. Oh, I doubt it. Okay. Airbus. <laughs> Boeing. Airbus. Whatever answer. Airbus. Question number six. Virgin Galactic... Ooh. A used Virgin Atlantic yeah, seven four seven to the outer space. They're going to fire rockets uh, with little satellites into outer space, and they're going to launch it off a seven forty seven. Okay, I'm deducting fifteen thousand <laughs> points from Nick for interrupting. <laughs> Nick is now banned from the rest of this question. <laughs> I'm going to start again. Virgin Galactic bought a used Virgin seven four seven four hundred to use as an air launch platform for its Launcher One rocket. What was the nickname of the modified 747? Ooh. Was it White Knight 4, Satellite Lady, Space Date 1, or Cosmic Girl? Here she comes. Beep, beep. Brian? <laughs> Brian? Beep, beep. Cosmic Girl. Oh, but okay, go on then, Carlos. Cosmic Girl. Yes, of course it was Cosmic Girl. Can we have a bell? Thank you very much, Jeff. <laughs> okay, so uh, I think it's uh, pretty much neck and neck at the moment. Right. <laughs> Between who? Between, uh, Between Steph next door neighbours. Uh, Micah. <laughs> All right, question number seven. Are we ready for number seven? Yep. Uh, oh, this was for Marcus, but he's already gone. Never mind. Liz okay. got that right, by the way. Andy. Oh, well done, Liz. Wait, in the chat room. Well done, Liz. Uh, seven million points for Liz, I think. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, Lufthansa, which helped launch the 737 in the 1960s, retired its last four examples on the 29th of October. Hooray! On arrival at which airport did they end their careers? And are we bothered? Possibly not. Was it <laughs> Stuttgart, Leipzig, Nuremberg, or Frankfurt? 
Uh, bing, 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 bing. Wow. Mr. Carlos Stebbings. <laughs> Pardon me. <laughs> uh, but is it Frankfurt? <laughs> it was, in fact, Frankfurt. Yay! Oh, Ten ele- points for Carlos. <laughs> Carlos is racing into the lead. Wait, who's the airline on that one? That was Lufthansa. Yeah, do you know, Pip, what happened to those um, when Lufthansa first started retiring those seven, those original 737s that they purchased back in the wow. 80s, or rather before the 80s? Do you know what airline formed from buying those airlines, those uh, old 737 200s? Ooh, Southwest. Southwest. People Express. People Express. Oh, God. People what? Express, the first South real what? low-cost carrier here Southwest in the U.S. had 737s? They flew 737-200s that they bought from Lufthansa. Huh? Yep. Well, I do believe uh, Micah earns himself <coughs> 13 extra bonus points. Oh. Well done, Micah. Well done, Micah. I actually have a Captain Al story for that uh, over how I could get the crap scared out of me flying on a 737. Okay. <laughs> Go so, ahead, caller. <laughs> Go ahead, line one. Line one, you're, you're live. I was flying into Boston Logan Airport on a 737, and I noticed some oil or something leaking out of the engine during the flight because, well, I was sitting way in the back. And as we went into land, the plane, it was a bit unstable. I saw water, 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 all of a sudden a seawall, and I thought, holy crap, I'm going to crash into the seawall. And then three seconds later, I touched down on the ground, and then the cowlings, or not I don't know what they are, the reverse thrusters that came back to, you know, do the reverse thrust. And the end, I thought the engine was falling apart and scared the crap out of me. It was one of the very first flights I ever did. Quite possibly, with it being a Boeing, it was falling apart. Yeah. Oh, no, no. it's a good story. No. All right. Rick, where are you? It's a very good story, and I can counsel you. I can discuss my hourly rates at any time that's convenient to you. I've since gotten over that, apparently. (laughs) You you, you can have flashbacks, in which case I am always available. <laughs> okay, it's all still to play for with three questions remaining. Are we ready? Okay. You bet. Yes, yes. Question number eight. Captain Chesley Sullenberger lent his nickname Sully to the title of a new feature film about the US Airways flight which landed on the Hudson River in 2009. Can you name his co pilot? Ding, 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 ding. Oh, Dr. Steph. Oh, Steph. <laughs> Jeff Skiles. Oh, Jeff Skiles, well no. done. 20 points to oh, Steph. Oh, not fair. Not fair. Nice one. Oh, you have to ring in on these questions? Yes. That's yes. a free number. Um, 08456 Thank you, Carlos. <laughs> Question number nine. <laughs> 70 years ago this year. <laughs> my hat (laughs) 70 years ago this year the first passenger flight operated from London Heathrow but to what destination Paris are you ringing in everyone was looking to get out of London you didn't ding ding Nick (laughs) okay Nick says Paris I did but ding has stopped okay I can tell you that's his age and he hasn't taken his pill (laughs) Nick is not correct would anyone else like to hazard a guess first commercial flight out of Heathrow (laughs) 70 years ago, the first passenger flight operated Ian from London Heathrow. Where did it go? I know the answer to this one. Nick, uh, Al? Yeah. 
A350 Singapore Airlines. Thank you, Al. Anyone else? <laughs> uh, Lockheed TriStar, British Caledonian. I'll guess Amsterdam. Amsterdam. Uh, you, you need to think further afield here, people. Okay. okay. Dolan. Let's have a look in the chat room. Malta. Sim Continent. Buenos nope. Aires. Oh, Mobile who said Alabama. who said Buenos Aires? <laughs> Pittsburgh. Is that Steph? Steph yeah. And Nico. Buenos Aires. Nico uh, came up with Buenos Aires. Nico in the chat room gets it right. In fact, I've lost my bit of paper with all the things on. Yes, it was in fact Buenos Aires seventy Whoa. years ago. Who would have thunk hey, it? Alrighty, last question. Question ten. It's still very close, by the way. Which Boeing airliner was the first to have its maiden flight with non-US engines, and in what year? So we need the year and the aircraft. Ooh. Oh, and who made the engines? Come on, make it challenging. Oh, I don't know that. <laughs> okay, well, uh, Mr. Know-it-all, let's hear the answer. Oh. <laughs> we need the type and the year. It's all on you, Brian. Oh, I have no freaking clue. Oh. <laughs> Not even close. You're all talk. <laughs> 707 Oh, no, I'm, I'm, I'm nothing but guesses. What are you talking about? Nick says 707 1972. Yep. Nope. Paul's Jeff? 727. 727. Nope. Oh. All right, I'm going to tell you. No one get this one. It was, in fact, the, the chat boat. Room. The chat room. Oh, chat the chat room. room. Okay, let's see the chat room. What oh, are the chat, room? chat room? Oh, 757. 757 Rolls-Royce engines. RB2, well, yeah, RB211s. Yeah. RB211s. I can 76. tell you oh. the chat room is correct. It was a 757 in 1982. Wow. Ah, they, wow. They, none of them got the year well, right. Rolls-Royce, huh? Hmm? Yeah, it's got Apparently a Rolls so. Royce. Now, just give me a second. Let me add up the scores here <laughs> so I can oh, wait, see. Wait, wait what's well, the Well, let's just say Steph won. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, 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 no. I've got the official results here. I can see that in last Steph place. Steph always wins. In last place with uh, minus 312 points with <laughs> Captain Nick. <laughs> Thank you. Yay. But in joint first place with uh, 3 million points each is Captain Jeff and Dr. Steph. Woo! So it's a tie break. Oh. And tie we, break do, we do have a tie break question. Yeah. Do we? Chat room, you can play along here. Now, our missing man, Miami Rick, uh -oh. has been known to make a tweet or two in his lifetime. Never. But how many followers does Miami Rick have on Twitter? <gasps> Three. As of 6 oh, p.m. today. Seven. <laughs> Closest. He has. It, without looking at oh, Twitter, three. Steph. You can't look it up. We can see you looking, Steph. looking. She's so cheating. She's so cheating. Yeah, you, you look so guilty. <laughs> oh no, I'm looking at the wrong Rick. Jeff's doing it. I don't know. Come on, Steph. What's the answer? Three thousand seven hundred and forty-four. She's right. Oh, he's had She's an right. he's had an extra uh, follower since I looked. Okay, three thousand seven hundred and forty-four people seem to think it's a good idea to follow Miami Rick. So that makes Steph our winner this year with fourteen million points. Well done, Steph. Fourteen million—that's a new record, I think. Go, Steph. Alex, it's almost as many as it's almost as many chicken McNuggets you can eat at one time. We're gonna freeze. We're gonna freeze dry you some chicken nuggets and send them out. 
Well, they'll probably taste Thank better you. than the original. Well, I was going to say they'd be exactly the same. <laughs> <laughs> Bringing up something topical from your quiz, but, you know, you mentioned this is a 757 with the Rolls Royce engines came out in 1982. For some reason, our good old um, president-elect Trump is being criticized by what? people here in the U.S. <laughs> for having Rolls-Royce engines on his 757s, and he claims he has them on there because they're quieter, which I'm sure they are, but how do you even explain why that's a, such a non-issue? You know, it's, it's, we, have it's, five, we have five more days to solve that problem, by the way. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, We strayed to politics. We've had weather, now politics. <laughs> <laughs> we need a bit of religion and we'll have all three. Yeah, we'll stay away from <laughs> so um, he, he's going to scrap Air Force One, the uh, the 747 replacement. Is that right? And he's now in talks with Airbus to get a decent airplane. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. Airbus One. Oh, but seriously, how many bulletproof 747s does one person need? <laughs> Trump Force One. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If you're Trump, a lot. Yeah, I guess so. Well, <laughs> probably so actually. Okay, listen, I think we've still got some uh, feedback left to play. We out. have, yeah. Why don't we have a couple of bits of feedback yeah. and everyone can... Uh, have a beer. ...can relieve themselves. Hi, everyone. Just a quick hello from Toronto. Liz Piper here. I'll keep this brief, as I'm sure you have a packed show planned for today. I wanted to say thanks to all of you for a great year of aviation podcasting. I so appreciate all the hard work you put in behind the scenes to produce such great shows. I've learned so much from you all and in such an enjoyable fashion. Apart from all the great information, every show is so entertaining and just downright fun. I find the conversations in the live chat room priceless. I'll admit to many out loud laughs and even being almost brought to tears on a few occasions, usually thanks to one of Captain Nick's plane tales. The Boeing and Airbus banter between Rickster and Nickster, as they often refer to themselves, is superb. I want to mention three personal highlights from this past year. Listening to and watching the Miami meetup for APG's 200th episode, the amazing and incredible Farnborough show, and for me personally, having the chance to meet Captain Nick in Detroit, where he was gracious enough to do a photo shoot of my little dog. What a super experience. Well, to quote Captain Al, to the great, the good, and the unwashed of aviation podcasting, both on air and in the chat rooms. Thanks for a great year, and here's to a happy, healthy, aviation-filled 2017. Wishing you all a very Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays. Bye. Hello, everyone. This is Jenny in Rome. I so much wanted to be present at the Christmas party this evening, but we have an office Christmas party tonight, and I have to go to that. So, um... Well, I'll see it all later on YouTube and listen to the podcast, but I'd like to say thank you to all of you for really creating such a wonderful international community, and I've made so many new friends, and it's, been, it's really great. Thank you, and Merry Christmas. G'day, it's Glenn here from New Zealand with some Christmas feedback. I'm really looking forward to the new year. Um, it should be a great year. I think this year hasn't been that fantastic, to be honest, with the uh, loss of so many great aviation legends, my absolute heroes, I mean John Glenn, Bob Hoover, uh, Winkle Brown, but anyway things can only get better I guess sometimes, so, I mean Oshkosh was the highlight of the year of course, uh, the, the amazing turnout of people and 
aircraft, a record-breaking year, and hoping that next year is the same. I hope that more people from APG and Airline Geeks, yeah, Max, make it. It would be great to meet him at last, after all these years of listening to the podcast. And of course, Captain Jeff and Steph. And I hope you could see Miami Rick again, too. I met him uh, last year. So, anyway, uh, Happy New Year and... Sorry. Merry Christmas. Get what we around. And a happy new year to you all. Glenn out. Hey there guys and girls. It's Ray from Sydney, Australia here. Just want to work up the courage to send this voice message to the the lads at uh, Plan Talking UK, Plain Crazy Down Under, APG, Airplane Geeks, Plane Safety as well as Omega Tower podcast crew and also their community members and just say Merry Christmas to you all and may the new year bring bigger and brighter things to all of you. May you and your families all be safe and happy. So take care and wishing you all the very best and to all those that actually uh, luckily enough to fly out there blue skies and light tailwinds to all catch you all on the flip side bye for now hello podcasters airline pilot guy airplane geeks podcast plane talking uk and the plane safety podcast this is david abbey calling from new york just wishing you all a happy holiday season 2016 and um, looking forward to some other great podcasts in 2017. You guys are all great. Uh, appreciate the effort you all put into the podcasts and the quality of the podcasts. Of course, except Airline Pilot Guy. They, those guys need some work. But um, anyway, thanks for all you do. And uh, hope to meet some of you in 2017. And if not, certainly meet you all online at uh, Twitter, Slack, Facebook, etc. Okay, take care, and um, that's it. Cheers. Dr. Steph left the facial expression. What is Steph up to? What's Steph up to? <laughs> no, Come on, I Steph. <laughs> I have a hard time hiding my emotions on my face so it's a good thing that you can't see me all the time we had your there's, camera there's little, on there's little mystery what was the emotion you were trying to hide i'm yeah. not sure but I having know, concerns about the concept of steph and facials it's got me oh. all over oh. oh. <laughs> family show oh, honestly see. that deserves a um even for you, Al, that was a bit off. <laughs> <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> well, if you well, missed uh, the facial expressions from Stephanie, they kind of look like this. That's a direct representation there of, of Dr. Steph. That again, Jeff. We can see Jeff, now. Jeff does a wonderful impersonation <laughs> let's of see, my let's see your Steph. Yeah. Let's see your Steph. Yeah. Come on, Jeff. Let's see your Steph impression again. Okay. <laughs> it's uncanny. <laughs> no, 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 no. I must say that looked nothing. No, Steph, no, Steph, Steph. Come on, like, your own, your own time now. Let's see your Jeff impression. Whee.
Oh my goodness. Come on. Come on, Steph. Come on. Let's see it. Come on, Steph. Let's see your best ready, Jeff ready, impression. Ready, just <laughs> Very nice. <laughs> but hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. We can't, we can't, we can't leave Nick out. So come on, Steph. Let's see your best Nick impression. <laughs> no, you have to do it with your beard. Drool. I can't drool. I'm coming. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on, that's why I have a beard. So you can't, you can't see it. Christmas gifts. I was going to talk about Christmas gifts. What would everyone like? Aviation gifts. Yeah, aviation gifts. Uh, no, what what would I, what would I like for Christmas? What would I, what I really like for Christmas actually would be what I'd like for the new year, and that would be to to pass the final few exams I have to go, do this mm. um, this next year, and uh, hopefully pass my qualifying cross country. Okay. Yeah. Mm. I don't think you can ask Father mm -hmm. Christmas to do that for you, though. No, but he could. He could bring me a Garmin. Oh, uh, Garmin one thousand. Okay, Garmin one thousand. Nev yeah. in the chat room says he would like better quality podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, well, we'll uh, say good, good night to Nev. Captain Jeff, what are you, what are you hoping for? What's uh, really going to light up your four little face when you come down four on hours. Christmas morning? Yeah. APG I, four hours. Well, for for Christmas, I don't know. I'm I'm just uh, happy to be with people that I love, and that's the biggest gift that uh, you can have. And that's why being with all you here today is uh, a great Christmas gift. No, nah, that's rubbish. I want a Ferrari. <laughs> <laughs> I want. You know what I really want? I want to be on an airliner. Uh, I want to be a passenger on an airliner and see. Uh, pilot Pip walking back in his uniform, and I want to say, "Hey, is, aren't you supposed to be up there in the in the front?" <laughs> <laughs> Excellent, good answer, Jeff. Doctor Steph, yeah. <laughs> come what on, Steph. What's on your Christmas wow. list this year? Well, there's there's a lot of things that aren't going to be fulfilled this year. I mean, I'd love to have a have my own. Uh, <laughs> No, Al. No. We're covering up Al's mouth. You <laughs> can't speak, Steph. You can talk. Wait, wait, wait. Right. Justice. We're free. <laughs> um, no, no, I just, you know, it'd certainly be lovely to have my own float plane that I could put on my dock out in the backyard. That'd be nice. Uh, it's not going to happen this year. Um, actually, in the coming year, and this is not on my Christmas wish list but just something i'd like to make happen go out and do some um <coughs> aerobatic flying acrobatic flying however you call it um i think that would be a lot of fun that's not out of reach completely and there's a place not too far from here where i could go do some of that um glider flying would be a lot of fun and more skydiving awesome. and in particular i wish the i wish uh, grant was still here because i really want to make a jump out of a uh, hot air balloon oh. next year so we'll Ooh. Trip, trip to Oz. Trip to Oz for Steph. I, I feel a bit sad for those hot air balloon pilots. When someone jumps out, they leap up about 10,000 feet. <laughs> <laughs> I had a jump on a hot air balloon, but that's a wholly different no, story. No, 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 no. Well done, Jeff. Yes. Micah, Thank you. I know Christmas isn't particularly your thing, but anything you'd apart, like to apart receive. Apart from having all us appear in your in your uh, in your house, Micah, what would you want for Christmas? 
Well, other than that, uh, I'm gonna. I'm really gonna echo uh, Captain Captain Jeff because um, uh, this year was so magnificent in uh, in meeting so many new old friends, as I put it. That uh, I just want. I'm just uh, thrilled to be able to be with you and maintain that friendship and the closeness that we all feel with one another, uh, even Captain Al. And uh, <laughs> uh, it's. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and to have that and have that continue is uh, who could ask for a better present than that? Very nice, Nick. Come on, well, Nick. I don't know. A man who has everything. What could we they all curmudgeonly want something actually. Now you know, like those rooms you can rent where you get a baseball bat and you go and smash the oh, hell yeah. out of the stuff to get rid of your frustration. The old curmudgeon <laughs> in me wants a seven forty seven and a baseball bat. Oh, <laughs> oh man! He <laughs> <laughs> can leave the pilots in there. I don't mind. Oh, <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> Brian, what are your hopes and dreams for Christmas morning? Uh, not so much Christmas morning. It's more twenty seventeen. I I I really really enjoy being with you guys and if we could have a couple more meetups and get together that would be perfect for me i i've been so phenomenally fortunate in my life and just hanging out with you guys is so much fun and that is truly what i wish i could have more of for 2017 brian is there any any chance you could do me a favor Yes. <laughs> yeah, be careful. Be careful. I'm, I'm concerned right now. Yeah. Well, I would be. I, 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 I very much think that there is scope for a Las Vegas air show. And we have a Las Vegas meetup. Can this be arranged? Well, they do I have unfinished business with a young in lady Vegas, in Vegas. So sure, that could happen. Las Vegas. Yeah. I don't know. Right. I'm just imagining Captain Al and various other people on this show right now in Las Vegas. In Vegas? Yeah. <laughs> that just sounds Ooh. very dangerous. You think it's out of control right now? Yes. yes. They would call it no the, the tacky pilot show. No, but during the Air Bowl During the Air Bowl the air bowl races. How many Brian, beers you had, Brian? <laughs> come on, come on, Brian. Come on, Brian. Here, here, Brian. Hey, wait, it's, it, it's only three o'clock here, and hopefully my boss isn't watching. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm still on the clock. Um, yeah, no, to Vegas, Red Bull. I think we should do a meet up there. I'm, I, I'm all in favor of it, and I hate Vegas, oh, but I would do that. Captain Allen, Red Bulls. There's got to be a joke here. <laughs> we, we, we have got, we have got Pittsburgh. Oh. Next year, we've got Pittsburgh next year. So ball. you, <laughs> yeah, you keep saying it, balls. We hear you. <laughs> well, I'm feeling uh, that everyone has a, a lot of love for each other here, but I don't buy. Mm. I think what you all really want is a brand new PlayStation or something <laughs> yeah, like yeah. that. Is what? Is a what? Is a brand new PlayStation, PlayStation or PlayStation Four? PlayStation Four. Oh Pro, yeah, with Pro. VR, VR goggles. Okay, yes, yeah, please, now yeah. we're getting to it. Yeah, PlayStation Four VR goggles nope. and to hell with I brotherly love. We want PlayStation Four. <laughs> no, Steph, Steph would want. She'd want the yes. uh, the the I'd Wii Fit. She'd have the Wii Fit board. Well, yeah. I I have a Wii Fit, which oh. I haven't used in years. Oh really, Steph? <laughs> I thought you'd yeah, be the, you'd be the absolute class leader of Wii Fit. Well, I was pretty good at it, but I mean, it wasn't much of a challenge. <laughs> oh, you know, saying that you're pretty good at it, Steph. I got to ask you a question. Now that I think about it, the way you're introduced and everything that I know about you, what is it that you do that you're not pretty good at? I, I don't can't sing imagine. Well. What was that, Steph? I think she said singing. 
Singing. singing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, singing. Yeah, oh, yeah we, we missed you singing no, I really, at the Farmer I really, meet. truly can't sing. Uh, oh, just give of, I did inflict that on some of you at Farmer and, and I blame Carlos. <laughs> well, that's right. You did the, the <laughs> And I apologize. You did a very good rendition of... Um, that was an awful lot of fun. Yeah. Well, it's kind of a shame because we're expecting you, uh, Steph, to be singing a Christmas carol at the end of this podcast. Oh, nice. Lovely. Lovely. Yeah. I'm prepared. We're going to close it out with uh, Steph singing a Christmas carol. Yay. And the chat room goes wild. <laughs> Captain Al uh, has something he's looking forward to at Christmas. Uh, I hope it's yes, fun. yes. I mean, I'm sure that there are various people waiting with bated breath as to what I would like in my stocking. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm all frightened. Now... We should have the defib on standby for Nick here, because what I would like for Christmas this year is a Boeing 737 conversion course. Oh, I see. You've still got a job. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. What? No, no. I, I want a Boeing 737 conversion course. That's what I want for Christmas, because whatever I ask for every Christmas, I don't get. <laughs> Very good. Very good. <laughs> well done. Nice. Oh dear. Can I just say? Can I just say? Do you know? I started this show. I started our show a few years ago now. I mean, it was a few years ago now. Was it three oh, years ago now? Idea. Three three <laughs> years ago now. And I and I never thought three years ago when I started the, the PTUK show that I would ever meet such a fantastic group of friends as I've made here over the last few years. You know, all you guys here across the pond. You know. You know, Steph and Micah, Jeff, paid us. Brian, you know, and Nick's here, and Al, and and Pip. You know, these guys. I didn't, I didn't know any of you guys, sort of face to face, personally. You know, uh, yeah, more than a few years back. And now you're all. It's just, it's just like one, just one bloody big family. And I really do respect all of you lot here. And I just want to say a big thank you to everyone who's come on the show today and drove. A long way or got the train a long bloody distance you know and nick drove all the way here and pip you know to for everything you've done you know in the last few years you know with with us on the show and everything it's, it's been taken really quite appreciated. a long time to case this joint and now that we're here quite <laughs> like, i don't know why we bothered <laughs> <laughs> and just to reiterate as well when you guys come to the uk um you know for god's sake just just send us a text because we've got you know we've got plenty of bloody room here plenty of spare beds and uh, you know you've always got somewhere to stay here in the uk i know we're only we are in the back end of nowhere only seven here. hours from civilization um, <laughs> but i will say you know it is a nice part of the uk so uh yeah you've always got somewhere to stay here in the uk when uh, when you come here well you know thank you we mentioned much. that we're going to be yeah, getting you. together uh many of us in uh, in may in pittsburgh and that's uh, for Wings Over Pittsburgh, and we should probably let listening people who are listening know what those days are in case they're going to be able to make it. And that's the uh, 13th and 14th of May, uh, Mother's Day weekend. And hopefully, you know, it's only, uh, what, uh, six months out now. So we'll be together again as a group, hopefully, six months from now. And that's, uh, that's great. Really looking forward to that. It's going to make 2017 something special already. Bring your mother. Mm -hmm. <laughs> what? Bring your mother. Bring your it's mother. Mother's Day. It's Mother's Bring Day. Mother. Come on. That's right. That's right. And, and, uh, and Farnborough uh, this next year. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, it's not going to be very Farnborough? busy. Next year. It's every year. two years. Yeah, no, no. Farnborough it's going to be. Uh, we're going to be. I'm going to be there, and it's going to be uh, wow. not a lot of traffic. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'll be able to get a good deal in the hotel and uh, get a good seat at the airship. Uh -huh. You'll be like the only one there, so that should be fun. Yeah, I hear the Airbus is going to be there. Uh, the Airbus is going to be there on show. Yeah. 
<laughs> he just wants another try at the Hawker Sim because it was so complicated. <laughs> I'm still jealous fun. over that. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. I missed that a lot thing. of fun. Oh well, you come across Brian, I'll sort it out. Well, can we can we all just say before we before we you know we're going to start wrapping up things soon? But can we just say a massive thank you to the person who's been frantically pressing the touch screen that's to my left here <laughs> this evening? Uh, a big thank you to. There we go. Let's move the camera around here so you can see him. Hello. A few words for you, Mr. Smith. What would you like for Christmas, Mark? What would I? What would yeah, let's hear what you want for Christmas. What would I like for Christmas? Actually, to be brutally honest, I've already got what I wanted for Christmas because um, uh, I'm going to Pittsburgh, and I didn't think that I would ever be able to go. I've never visited the states before, and I'm just what? Uh, no, You've no, never I went to the colonies. No, I haven't. No, I've I've, I've barely left these shores, frankly. Uh, but um, um, thanks to some um, amazing help. Uh, I am actually getting to go to Pittsburgh, and, and I, 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 I can't. They've got McDonald's there, have they? Yes. Oh, good. I, I've heard Wendy's is good. Is Wendy's any good? She was pretty Wendy's good for me. Oh, you no. cheeseburger. <laughs> good the chicken sandwiches. Yes, excellent. Really yeah, really she are. and I had a very good time, Matt. But I <laughs> there was something special between us. Oh, oh, Wendy, so she's a redhead. Yeah. <laughs> oh, very good. There's a, a lot of a lot of love Ginger. for Matt in the chat room here as well. Oh, I, I, no, I'm 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 so excited. I can't I can't believe that. As I say, I, I've never been to the states, and um, I, I never ever thought in a million years that I'd be going to Pittsburgh, and, and now I am, and it's just like Sweet. absolutely incredible. I can't, I literally cannot wait. Who are you guys flying out? Really? With? Uh, I think I'm flying with United. Are you not going on the same airline? Yeah, he's flying with United. Oh, what about yeah. you, Carlos? I'm slumming it with BA. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's an art strike. Your choice. Yeah, yeah. I, I wanted to go with uh, wanted to go with uh, Acme Red, but uh, I couldn't obviously remortgage my house six times to um, to buy a ticket for Acme Red. So, yeah, it's worth Matt, it. Though. Matt, I really can't believe that you've never been to the colonies before. No, no, wow. No, I know. Good for you. Yeah. I'm I'm so happy you get to visit us. Yeah. <laughs> what you don't realise is we're coming to take it back. <laughs> <laughs> Please, please do. Yeah. At this point, it couldn't be any worse than what we got already. <laughs> oh, we're back up to politics. Matt, Matt, Matt for president. Matt Which is why president. we're getting it for a good price. <laughs> yeah, to be fair, we gave you guys plenty of chances, but uh, we're taking it back now. We've had enough. Okay, Matt, I think we well, can have a great guys, time. Uh, yeah. Brexit took place so that you could join the North American Free Trade Agreement, right? <laughs> Well, there is that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I like the sound of that. Does that, does that mean I can get cheap cameras? <laughs> okay. Alrighty, I guess we're getting towards the end of the show. Yeah, We've yeah. still got a very special uh, towards plain the tales end. towards yeah. the end. Yeah. Yeah, yeah nearly there. Yeah. We've got a very special plain tales, right. which I guess we should listen to right yeah. now. This The old pilot's plane-talking airline geek guy with a safe suitcase tales. The night before Christmas. It was that damn time of the year again. The old curmudgeon in me hated it. My belly, never particularly small, was growing, and my beard was turning white and luxurious. I was becoming strangely attracted to mince pies and coke. Well, um, I don't mind coke so much, it keeps me awake on the long nights, but for some reason now I wanted to drink the damn stuff. And when I looked at my uniform closely, it was starting to look strangely red. 
Bloody Christmas. Kids and me usually kept well away from each other. It's like a mutual pact. I don't cuss them out, and they don't ask to visit the cockpit. But the closer that damn day comes, the more benevolent I feel. I found myself giving a little ho-ho the other day when a snotty brat pointed at me and asked his mum if that old man was the pilot. There's nothing to be done, of course. I've tried in the past, but it's an inevitable change. A bit like Dr. Bannister transforming into the Incredible Hulk in slow motion. That wouldn't have been so bad, though. Green and angry, I can do in my sleep. It's rosy-cheeked and jolly that really gets my goat. And then there's the actual event itself. My normal trips were long enough, but this one caps it all. Round the entire globe in one day, what sort of a duty period is that? Well, it wasn't as if I could take any directs either. I spend the entire night patiently trying to explain to the controllers that no, I didn't want to go straight to Nantucket. I have to visit every damn chimney in between. My flight plan's a nightmare. It takes about three rolls of paper just to print out the UK bit, and if the downlink wasn't working and I had to type it all out by hand, then I must just as well give up. It wasn't so bad when I had a decent first officer, but they'd given me some bus driver called Matt to fly with. It started out okay, and taxing out to the runway fine, but when he tried to take off, he just looked completely blank when I shouted rotate. He muttered something about buses not flying, but I'd been flying them for years, so what was his goddamn problem? Couldn't get rid of him fast enough. Next bloke was a bit better, at least he could fly a bit, but he kept muttering about the mixture controls and calling down wind. Never met anyone who got so screwed up about flying a sledge. We ain't got no bloody propellers, Carlos, I kept saying, but it didn't seem to do any good. And when his iPad battery ran out, he nearly flipped. Mind you, he made a good job of decorating the flight deck, being Christmas and all, until one of those bloody laser disco lights caught me in the eye and the glitter ball landed on my head. A good job Dr. Steph was deadheading with us. She had him out of that seat faster than he could say, written by a passenger for anyone. With her beside me, things quickly got sorted. Talk about efficient. But I got a few sideways glances when I called her darling and bemoaned the empty kitchen that must be waiting below. Then, as Rudolph is my witness, she up and leapt out. Was it something I said? I shouted after her. HR will be in touch, came the reply. I guess she was heading off to that empty kitchen after all. It's hard to do this job on your own, but at least I found a radio operator to help out. I kept trying to tell him we weren't in Maine anymore, but it didn't seem to matter. He did a good enough job and could even cope with New York track on, but they did get a bit upset with him. He started every call with, Your main man Micah in three, two, one. What was really strange was he didn't seem to mind working on Christmas Day at all. Then Betty found time to come up and check on us. 
how I managed to refrain from mentioning that this was the first cup of tea I was going to get since we crossed the bloody North Pole, I don't know, but blow me down, she just gave me another bloody Coke and told me to wind my neck in. Now, that's some gal. Micah made the mistake of ordering the knish. I could have told him that it was going to be soggy, but some blokes just have to learn for themselves. Then we heard the ruckus from the back. Betty was doing her best to sort things out, but this bloke was having none of it. All I could hear was, I've flown three million miles with United and a million with American, and I've never seen anything like it. I don't know what he was complaining about. Sure, it was a bit tight back there, but what with all the presents stuffed in every nook and corner, but all he could do was shout about it not being a direct flight. Sure, we had to make about 526 million unscheduled stops, but we were being pretty quick about it. Anyway, Micah said it was a green card holder, some Mr Coleman or something, and he would go back and deal with him, so I was all on my own again. Still, it was just about time for my break, and that crew rest bunk was starting to look pretty nice about now. All I needed was my relief captain. Then I heard Al coming. Damn, I thought, the so-and-so's been at the bottle again. He arrived looking fat, red-faced and jolly, just like me, but I only get that way at Christmas. Before I could stop him, he had his hand on Betty's thigh and was telling her a joke about all Welshmen needing a leak. The worrying bit was that she seemed to be enjoying it. Relax, you old fart, he proclaimed. Your relief is here. And with that, he promptly collapsed in the corner. Luckily, Pilot Pip was with him to hold his hand and any other appendages that needed arranging. Pip and I dragged him into the seat and handed him the reins. Don't worry, old Nick, said Pip. You're in safe hands. Well, at least you know how to tune the VORs, I told him. Pip looked a bit blank. You know, Pip, VHF Omni Range and all that. Another blank look. Instrument landing systems, I tried. No luck. How about a microwave approach? Nothing. You're right, Pip, I asked. Not a jot. Well, I thought, as I headed for the bunk, all that running must take a lot out of a chap. I hardly got my head down when my damn phone went off. Ah, Nicholas, it is Marcus with science and engineering in your headphones. Good for you, I said. I'm trying to sleep. But surely you have time to explain a few Christmas facts, okay? Like, uh, how do you not burn up going so fast to deliver the presents in time? Well, we're not made by Boeing, I reply. Oh, and uh, how do you get the job done in time, he countered. Uh, we apply the Silverberg theory, I inform him. 
Ah, that would involve relatively clouds based on relative physics, allowing you to stretch time like a rubber band and give you months to deliver gifts whilst only a few minutes pass for the rest of us, yeah? Yep, I replied. That and Miami Rick. Oh, I did not know that, he said, sounding quite surprised. Yep, I subcontract, I explained. A bunch of those old 747s that nobody wants, and it's amazing how much cheap Chinese junk he can deliver. He does the whole of the Far East and Australia. Oh, uh, but... Uh, <coughs> losing you, Marcus! Well, with Al and Pip up front, we soon got the job done and planted our sorry backsides back at base. Dr. Steph was waiting. The chief pilot wants a word with you, she said. He's invited you in for tea and biscuits with no tea and no biscuits. Captain Jeff was looking glum and furious all at the same time. I'd never seen his moustache bristle before. 243,179 air traffic violations. 2,450,647 noise complaints. And you've had 15,003 air safety reports raised against you in one day. What do you have to say for yourself? Ho, 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 I replied. That's it, came a stern rejoiner. I'm revoking your sainthood. From now on, you're just Captain Nick. And that, dear listener, is how I became Captain Nick. Ho, ho, ho to all, and a very Merry Christmas. Well, you've done it again. You've done it again, Nick. Another fantastic job, as always. Ah, oh, lovely, thanks. Yeah, really nice. You managed to insult each and every one of us. Yeah. I did my best. <laughs> put us in our place. <laughs> For anyone who I didn't insult, I do apologise. <laughs> I think the chat room liked that as well. <laughs> did, you, did you enjoy that, Jeff? I did, yeah. Good, good, good. Except I didn't enjoy all the 243,000-some-odd violations in one day. <laughs> yeah. Well, life's a bitch, then you die. Yeah, right. <laughs> I can understand why HR was having a talk with you. Yeah, well, it wouldn't be the first time. <laughs> so when when is this new podcast starting then, uh, Nick? You know, this, uh, the, the uh, Plain Tales podcast. Oh, I'd I'm be quite happy nestling into Jeff's bosom with that, quite honestly. <laughs> um, it, it, it's very well suited to the APG show, and I wouldn't like to move. Yeah, very true, very true. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, very good part of the APG podcast. Yeah. Can, well, I, just, can I just say, Jeff, before we, before we finish up and start, start uh, you know, putting the, uh, getting towards the end of the show, if you could try and make the uh, podcast four hours long, um, for 2017, <laughs> that'd be good. That's How long have we been going? <laughs> I mean, no, I mean, APG. If you could do the four-hour APG shows, that'd be awesome. Thanks. Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll go for it. Uh, yeah. We've only been going for what? Just shy of three right now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I'm so go. far behind. Please don't. <laughs> <laughs> Even in two X, I just can't keep up. 
And there are uh, there are at least three other people that we we need to thank here. One is uh, Gemma for allowing all those crazy men into her house for this entire period. It's it's all right. I brought her some flowers. Yeah, she's very 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 happy about that. So so that's one. Another is uh, Stuart Aslett that sort of got us all together in uh, in Farnborough. You know, it was his idea that uh, that. I mean, we all sort of knew each other, but we really all met together in, in Farnborough, and that was Stuart's idea, and we need to thank him for that. And then the oh, third, and it's not so Stuart. much a yeah, thank you, because if we do that, he's going to get really ticked off, but Captain Jeff, for starting his APG podcast that uh, we gathered around. He didn't pull it all together. I won't make him do that, but we gathered around, and uh, and that's made it a wonderful thing, and that's why we're all here. So thank you to Captain Jeff. And no doubt there'll be some more episodes of the Airplane Geeks as well over the Christmas period. Yes, there are. But I just wanted to go back to Captain Nick with uh, the pilot getting sucked out of the cockpit. That's that's not gruesome enough. So you, you, you're going to top that? Well, what? Captain Al gets sucked out quite often, no, I gather. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks thanks for the intro, Brian. I couldn't miss that one. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, I... I, I I sent some I sent some uh, some feedback into the old dot pilot as well actually for his plain tales so uh, yeah hopefully he'll do my story at some point soon. Oh, oh that was go. the gruesome bit was it yeah. oh yes it's I, a ghostly I, I story it's a ghostly story I did get that and that yeah. that was a good one it reminded me of it I mean it I did was. know it but it's a nice one mm. and I always appreciate it everyone out there's got great ideas particularly for stories you think other people may not have heard of or don't remember uh, then please fire them at me. <laughs> And don't forget you need to also uh, f- mustn't forget those who haven't been who aren't here now obviously we've got the uh, uh, plain uh, plain crazy down under uh, they don't put out much content like they used to but they as i say their back back catalog you is, could is die waiting for <laughs> right <laughs> <laughs> okay but we hope yeah <laughs> it's stopping uh, and uh, obviously uh, we've got the omega tau podcast as well uh, that's a great listen for, especially for someone like me who's a real massive tech fan i mean oh, i yeah. just love yeah. listening to Marcus. I, I love Marcus's latest one on uh, tidal wave energy production listen to it on the way up kept me going for nearly the whole drive well done Marcus Super. I only fell asleep twice <laughs> <laughs> at the wheel <laughs> okay well let's also then say a big thank you and happy Christmas and uh, happy peaceful New Year's to everybody in the chat room and everybody listening should we do a big uh, I don't know if we've got anything left in our glasses but let's yeah. let's have one last toast to our wonderful listeners and audience yeah. members who make all these shows. Well done. Thing. Merry Christmas Thank to you all. Cheers. 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 Bottoms up. Okay, so I think then for the final wrapping it up and the warm fuzzy goodbye, I'm going to hand it over to Captain Jeff. Thank you so much, um, Carlos, Matt, and Pip for coming up with this great idea. Um, it's uh, just been you know, one of the highlights of the year for me and I'm sure for many of us in the uh, aviation community. The aviation world is such a big world and uh, we uh, podcasters represent little slices of it and uh, we all have our own little slant and it's just wonderful <coughs> to all together and uh, form this really kind of geeky, nerdy family, uh, but it's a good thing. 
And uh, I, I honestly, you know, you guys, I really feel like uh, you're my family. And a special thanks to everybody that joined us today on the panel, uh, Marcus, mm. uh, Brian and Micah, of course, Stephanie and Captain Nick. And I'm uh, sorry that Miami Rick wasn't able to join us. Stephen Grant from uh, Down Under. Uh, Captain Al, always good to uh, to see him and hear him. And, uh, of course, again, Pilot Pip, Map, and Matt, and Carlos. Uh, awesome job putting this whole thing together. I know it was not it easy. Was it was all Matt. It was all Matt. It was all Matt. Yeah, well, okay, just Matt then. <laughs> <laughs> it's just my house. It's, uh, we, my, it's my house. Yeah. Yeah, so that's, that's it. <laughs> yeah, and, and we don't want to forget also all of the spouses and boyfriends yeah. and yeah. girlfriends. Yeah. Uh, who put up with this stuff that we engage in um, every week? Uh, it, it's uh, you know a special you know uh, thanks sent out to all of them, and I, I really uh, think of all of you as my family. And uh, it's uh, I wish everybody a warm Christmas, uh, Hanukkah, holiday season. I am so phenomenally fortunate to call all of you guys my friends, and it's spectacular that I get to do this year after year, week after week, and I really appreciate each and every one of you because it's so much fun. It's a shit. I'm sorry. It's a poop time <laughs> to do these. It, it really is. I, I don't think until you do a podcast, you truly don't understand how much work it is to do it, except for Captain Jeff, because he just wings it the entire time. But the planning <laughs> behind all of this is so much work, and the fact that we've done this year after year after year after year is really amazing. And uh, you know, to, to the team that I work with, to all of you guys, it's just amazing that we continue to do this, and thank you all for making this all possible. I really wish I'd been able to be with uh, Captain Nick and Captain Al and Pip and uh, Carlos and Micah. I'm sorry, um, Matt. <laughs> I called you Matt and Micah, sorry. Uh, <laughs> over there and uh, to the, uh, the, the the wonderful pre-show dinner and all that kind of stuff. I mean, I, I feel like I really missed out. So You did. Um, Merry Christmas, everybody. Happy Christmas. Well, Christmas Micah, Brian had a go. I suppose you want to have a go as well, do you? I think I said it all already. Oh, great. <laughs> and on that note, have yourself a very Merry Christmas. Come on in now. From yeah. now on, our troubles will be We've all been very huggy, touchy, feely, some more than others. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Ow, you've some nice legs. Yeah, well, I'm by myself. Yeah, Gemma's been there. Gemma's sat on my lap. Um, no, all I wanted to say, and I'm being perfectly serious in a rare moment of sensibility for me. Um, I just wanted to sort of touch out to all of the pilots, air traffic controllers, cabin crew, engineers, etc., who will be working on Christmas Day and spending time away yeah. from their families. No so, just uh, you know, for everybody who's. <laughs> Who's working on Christmas Day? <laughs> Thank you. Oh no, I'm stuck. See, that's what happens when I'm sensible. People take the bloody. And on that note, all right, silence on set. One more time, let's have the tagline, Jeff, and we'll play the music, and we'll say goodbye to everybody. Take us out, Jeff. Take us out. And finally, wishing you all. Clear skies, unlimited visibility, tailwinds, 
Happy Christmas. Happy holidays. God bless. and engineering in your headphones.